17 on the track, 17 on my hip, 125 for a zip. I put the toss on the bridge. If you really want some film at 11, why don't you follow me down to the brewery? I'll tie a bowling ball to my ankle, dive in the vat of beer. I'll leave this world the same way I entered my marriage, dead drunk. I got a big day tomorrow, but, but you guys have a great time. A big day? Doing what? Well, um, actually pretty nice little Saturday. We're, uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring, stuff like that. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. I've discovered that you people apparently have some sort of federal grant for drinking. I don't know if you're using that farm subsidy money, or if you're just hijacking liquor trucks. Is it volume? It's unbefucking-leavable. It's staggering. How do you know when it's New Year's? What's the difference? I've been in bars here, and it's like New Year's every fuck night. Oh, New Year's, that's when we, we, we drink with hats on. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. These guys right here are some of the most talented cocksuckers. Say hello, you old cocksuckers. I could have sucked a cork all the night long if they let me. I would have sucked two corks at once. <laughs> I could have sworn you're already an expert cook, so yeah. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! This is The Word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Oh, boy. Let's talk about what we got going on tonight. Jesus. Pack show. Pack show, even though we had a... Uh, a rescheduling slash cancellation by our friends over at Hopwins. They apologize for not being on tonight because they uh, technically ran out of beer <laughs> and had to reschedule to brew some more beer to come back on the show and to let us see all of the great taste that they can create. And uh, we'll wait for them anxiously. Looking forward to that, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be good coming up. Uh, we have several shows coming up here in October, November, and December. We're booking out through Christmas into our holiday festivities and uh, with that, we start uh, today with a guest in studio. You've probably heard his voice before if you are a listener of the show. Nicky Nux, Uncle Nux from Queens. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, you, you might want to, you can pull this up. You can adjust that. I, People I on YouTube can see that. I was playing with it before. Uh, that's right. Yeah, no, no. You can, listen, it's full motion. You can move yeah, it all around and adjust it that. so you're comfortable and it's right where you are. Yes. Uh, let's go through it. Uh, we have our live stream video up on our YouTube page, The Wart, spelled Wart, a podcast. We have some brand new graphics up there. Our phone number's up there. Our connection to social media is up there. Go check it out. And you can see all of us sitting here drinking, getting drunk. Uh, we also have all of our replays happening on GovsRadio.com. We are streaming live right now on GovsRadio.com. 
But after today, you can check us out on the Hopped Up Network, newly acquired by the Jersey Beer Guys. You can check us out on the Laughable app. Go to the App Store and type in Laughable, and there it is. Download it, search the Water Podcast, and there we are, as well as thousands of other great comedians that we aren't. Uh, You can also go over to iTunes, and iTunes has been getting uh, some pretty good ratings. If I uh, check my stats and my analytics correctly, people are checking us out through iTunes. I wouldn't say it's the number one place that we're being listened to, but it is definitely a place that we're, uh, you know, having some good times with. So uh, we'll keep uh, doing that. I think those guys are going to uh, in for big things over at iTunes. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're poised uh... to take over the world in a sense. <laughs> I don't know if you knew about that. I think your mic is buzzing. I'm wondering what mic's buzzing a little bit. Maybe it's just my headphones are really loud, but I think you're buzzing a little bit. You might want to try jumping over to three. Let's see if that's any better. Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're good. I'm good. And I'll turn that up. No, that's probably no better. Check, check, check. No better. No. No better. All right. We'll stick uh, stick with you on two. Maybe if I put them both up. Actually, it's better with both of them. (laughs) It's kind of weird. That's all right. I'll leave them both up. Yeah. Leave them both up. And uh, check us out on all our replays, our social media, The Ward, a podcast. We are on uh, Instagram. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And like I said, we have a packed out show today. But before we get started, Pete, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Anything, any good news in the last few weeks since we've uh, said goodbye on our last show? Oh, God, no, no. I got uh, called in for jury duty. That's uh, never good news. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Has anyone ever brought beer into jury duty? That would be what our phone call themes are about tonight. I couldn't bring my fucking cell phone in. Really? So uh, I was uh, the federal courthouse in Brooklyn. So what do you do with your time? That I was, I brought like my charger. I brought headphones. I was all set. I'm like, all right, I'll just be on Instagram, read, you know, read the news and shit. Uh, and you know, walk in there. And the first thing is like, you know, no phones, no iPads, no laptops. Can you bring like a Nintendo DS? Nothing, nothing to distract you. So you have to be, I could have brought a book if I had thought I had, if I had known that ahead of time, you're going to get people that don't know what to do with their own minds. Yeah. Like that's so what, what the about cell phone people is. that show up by public transportation? How what did they? Oh, did they, they check your phone. Oh, so check, that's how I did. I, they lock it. I in, took the train like in. Yeah. Uh, they give you a little like uh, a voucher. They give you like, like a little a yeah, like a little thing with a you number. Get a valet on it. card. Yeah, yeah. You get a valet card <laughs> yeah. to get your phone back at the okay. end of the day. Uh, they, and they charge it for you. No, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool if they let yeah, that on the charge roll. The court days. security office, we're, we're far from full service. <laughs> <laughs> full Excuse service. me, sir. Do you Dang. mind if I charge your phone for you? Like, yes, <laughs> I have a long train uh, back and I don't want it to be on zero because you're going to stick it in a cubby. It's going to constantly search for service and it's going to run the battery. Oh, down. no, you have to turn it off. Too. Really? You can't even yeah. have it on? No. What the fuck? I mean, I imagine that would get annoying for security if they were. I guess so. Like yeah, just constantly a pile of fucking rain forward, <laughs> just vibrating. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> the assholes coming through the metal detector. They can't really <laughs> take their belt off, and then you got you know fucking stupid rain tones going on. Uh, jury duty sucks, huh? I. I'd, so what'd you do with your time? Uh, here you I am. Off. I'm you sitting off. in thing. You're here, huh? You go off? No, no. no. So <laughs> I had to go back on Monday. So uh, you know, I go in there. I I get called. Uh, they took like 20, 25 of us up to a courtroom. Yeah. Uh, they explained, you know, what, what the case was about. Uh, Drunk driving? <laughs> no, it's a civil case. Some guy oh, tripped on the oh. uh, on the Staten Island Ferry, and now he's suing. Uh, Sue everyone. be careful on the ferry, man. They have accidents on there. I don't know. Yeah, so, well, it's always wet. <laughs> so and then the judge asks everyone you know, everyone a bunch of questions. Like, okay. you know, do you, free, do you know any of these free. witnesses that are going to be here? Yeah. and. Well, what if you can you go to jury duty drunk? I mean, it was like nine in the morning. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, um, you know, closer. So to you 40 could. Than I'd like to be. So, so <laughs> people are just getting in at that time. <laughs> but you can't drink inside. You can't bring a cell phone inside. All right, that's all right. 
So we have a, a big show today. We're going to have our first call brought in, and right now um, we are going to talk to a bunch of people uh, from New Jersey. Uh, looks like our interview, our interview with our friends over at Red Tank um, caught some attention of some up-and-coming breweries over there in the Red Bank area. And uh, we, I've been down to Long Branch and a Brick and a couple of places over there in recent uh, months and years, actually, and uh, have enjoyed some of the uh, craft beer down there. And, and the scene down there is exploding. I mean, exploding, just like here on Long Island. Everywhere. Every little town in northern New Jersey, little breweries are popping up and, and little hamlets, as Jim Gaffigan talked about. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, and we have today a guest on the phone. Um, I believe this is John. John, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, this is John. What's going uh, on? Great to be on. Thanks for having us. Ah, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, how's it going tonight? Uh, we're doing great. We've cracked a few beers and we're ready to get the show underway. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, so yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, the town down here, uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, you also mentioned North Jersey. For those that live in South Jersey, you know, they think of us as the North. For those that live in North Jersey, they think of us as the South. We're kind of in that semi-mythical Central Jersey area. Yeah, that's true. You're not and, like uh, in the, 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 the very top of it. You're down, you know, like an hour or so past the bridge and whatnot. So, yeah, I would uh, say. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, Red Bank's a great little town, a uh, great little hamlet. Uh, <laughs> we're right on the Navasink River, and Ooh. we're just a couple of miles in from the beach. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of toward the northern part of what you would call the Jersey Shore. Okay. And... Uh, as you guys accurately described, the, the, the craft beer scene is exploding. That's right. You know, prior to, uh, prior to about seven years ago, for this entire state of New Jersey, there were only five breweries. That was at a time when New York had over 100, Pennsylvania had over 100. We only had five. New Jersey's and been then behind the that. Lagging behind the yeah, tri-state area, oh. John. <laughs> big time. And then the legislature finally... Um, you know, got their thumbs out of their butts, and they, and they and they passed some laws that really opened it up to to opening craft breweries. Like prior to that, you couldn't advertise, you couldn't give out samples. You know, like it, it's very tough to run a business when you can't do that. Um, so, but guess what? Since they passed that law, yeah. this team's been exploding. So you had a couple of guys in Monmouth County, uh, Carton Brewing, Kane Brewing. They were really at the forefront, and uh, and you kind of see them doing some great stuff. And they inspired a whole new batch of home brewers, of which I would include, uh, you know, us in that category. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I come at it from a different background. I had been on the, on the pub side, the retail side. You know, we had, we had built, owned, and operated a pub over in Staten Island. Not Long Island, but Staten Island. Okay. New York, and then, though. Uh, yeah, still New York. <laughs> I mean, debatable. It's the southernmost part, but, you know. And then we did another one in Matawan, New Jersey. So starting to work our way down a little bit. <laughs> and... And, uh, it's like you're courting a girl. Realize, you're just slowly <laughs> dragging your hand down her hip onto her thigh. <laughs> exactly. I was trying to get to the good spot. Yeah, so yeah. I think we're at the good spot now. Down here at Red Bank. And uh, you know, now we're going to come at it from the other side. We've done the retail side. We've done the pub side, the restaurant side. So now we're like, you know, let, let, let's, let's get into the manufacturing side. So, you know, I began home brewing with a, with a bunch of guys from work. Mm -hmm. And uh, I brought my father-in-law, Mike, into it. And uh, Mike's not going to be with us tonight, but he's Ace's top guy. If we ever get together again, definitely going to have him on. Oh, yeah, bring him in. And, and, um, and yeah, and, you know, and then, and then 
you know, through happenstance, as these things, you know, tend to happen, you know, we met Carrie and Dan, and they were with this uh, another home brewing group, All Sorts Brewing. And, uh, and, and have you guys had a chance to meet them or speak to them yet? I spoke to Carrie this week in deciding how we we're going to attack the phone interviews with all you guys. Our phone system isn't set up to take you all at the same time. So they nominated you to go first since you had a time frame. <laughs> and you break the ice, and then uh, they'll come in. And so you're from Ross Brewing, just to clarify, correct? Uh, yes, that's probably called burying the lead in the industry. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are Ross Brewing, yes. R-O-S-S, Ross Brewing, uh, Ross Brewing Company. I didn't we, do um, the proper intro, John. Sorry. I just said it was John on the phone, and then we went right into it. But uh, I had just wanted to back, back, backpedal for just a <laughs> yeah. second and, and let you know, this is Ross Brewing on the phone from New Jersey, and they've been working with all sorts who are going to be on the phone with us in a few minutes after John is off. So, sorry, John, continue. You found Dan and no, Carrie. No, no, listen, no worries. I think we may have the capability. Uh, I'm not sure. Really? Uh, Carrie, are, 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 are you there as well? Yeah, yeah, you gave me some breathing room. Oh, look at that. Okay, What's good. up, buddy? What's going on, man? Oh, nice. Yeah, so you guys did a little three-way, huh? Well, it's a four-way. I'm here, too. Creepy. So, oh, shit, Dan's <laughs> there, too. Oh, my God, now we got Dan. Here we go. <laughs> oh, boy, so now we're going to all have to take our turns, boys. It's a lot of action. So, uh, so Kerry, go, go ahead. Why don't, why don't you, you know, tell the guys how we uh, how we first met and and you know how the relationship started to develop. Um, we met in Carton Brewing, actually, if, if I remember that correctly. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Dan and I, Dan and I are uh, we're, we're really just a home brewing a group of home brewing uh, home brewing guys, just brewing some beer, and uh, and John and I became friends and. Uh, and we, we sort of hit it off from there, and uh, and uh, the I, I guess the the big the big story here is that we're we've we've joined forces, so we're uh, we've been brewing with John for a couple months now. We've been brewing some beers for Ross, and uh, and you know we we got some uh, pretty good beer coming out of it. So nice. uh, we're we're taking that forward. So John, tell me about your uh, facility and your setup right now. Sure. So, uh, so two two different answers there. So, the facility we've got a great building. Okay. Uh, it, it's a hundred year old historic building. We got a firehouse directly in the center of downtown Red Bank, which is a a hop in town. Maybe for some of your audience out Long Island that haven't come all the way down to the Jersey Shore, I don't know if they've maybe been to Hoboken or something like that. Yeah. Where this is a similar town, Red Bank. It's lots of shops, restaurants, bars, um, and uh, and we've got this firehouse. In the middle of town, 3,300 square feet. Wow. You know, so we're going to divide that. Obviously, we'll have a tasting room in the front, production in the back, mm-hmm. and uh, and plans are underway there. Now, in the meantime, while we're waiting for our system to come in, which is actually a dual brew house system, it's uh, it's uh, it's we're using Atlantic Brewing Supply. It's a 15 barrel, uh, three vessel brew house, and at the same time, a five barrel, two vessel pilot brew house. And so the thinking there is we can be a little bit nimbler in the tasting room as people are looking and responding to different beers that we're putting out. Right. And, and we can use that. Obviously, the bigger system we can use more for our distribution production. And so you're going to plan to uh, house that all within the firehouse? That's, that's right. It's yeah. going to be the, the two systems are kind of being, they're being co-designed to, uh, to share some of the same things, uh, uh, the same uh, hot liquor tank, for example, okay. uh, some of the same piping uh, connecting into the same boiler. And so... Since we were able to come up with this concept from scratch, we're doing a great job with Alex and the guys over at ABS, you know, taking our, our design uh, from a concept to reality. And they've been working with us. And actually, Dan, 
uh, who we're going to let speak now. He's, he's taking the lead and working with them on that design. Dan, if you want to talk about the system. Yeah, so uh, like John said, Alex has been amazing over at ABS, and uh, we've been working on uh, coordinating all the process piping with him and, and all that system. But basically, the uh, the space planning, as a lot of breweries are, is difficult. You know, you're trying to cram as much as you can into a really small space. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when you talk, like like John said, there's the pilot system as well, the 15-barrel brew house going in there. Um, and then obviously you want to maximize fermenters and we're using a steam boiler um, for our heating and we'll have our glycol chiller up on the roof for, for cooling for the process side. So trying to cram all of that into um, the brewery is, uh, has been quite a challenge. But, um, <laughs> a lot of gear, a lot of gear being yeah. shipped in there. You have a big enough uh, entrance in the back that you can get these tanks in there? We do. So nice. the great part is it's a firehouse. We have a huge door in the front, right, <laughs> that we can roll up, especially in the summer and, and allow, you know, that, that open air feel. Yep. Um, and then we're opening that straight up through to the back, you know, where the brew house is. So nice. we have a pretty good access point because, uh, we, we're going to need it. I mean, we have a, since we're sharing that hot liquor tank, it's a 30 barrel hot liquor tank and that's pretty sizable to get through that opening. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, and yeah, so we've gotten to the point where we're, um, so fortunately my, my day job is, uh, I'm a mechanical engineer, so. I, um, I actually work in building design, so I've been able to use AutoCAD and some other tools that maybe some other breweries don't necessarily have, um, you know, at their fingertips mm-hmm. to actually design this thing, you know, down to the down to the inch, basically to maximize our space, which nice. has been which has been great for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he, he, Dan's really been doing uh, hero's work here uh, because the other thing is, you know, we get together and we we, we change our minds not every day, but Every other day, something comes up, some new feature that we want to add, some new piece of equipment that we think would fit in well. You know, and Carrier out will turn to Dan and say, Dan, can you figure out a way to make it work? And, uh, and so far, so good. He's been able to do it. Thank God for computers. That Just punch that in, get that extra inch out of that corner, and you can bend the pipe, and you get it right where you need it. Man, we're always trying to get an extra inch. Now, you know, we're we're brewing on a couple of pilot systems now. Okay. Um, you know, we we had at Ross Brewing. In addition to that, you know, the Sabco Brew Magic, which is how we got started brewing a couple maybe about three years ago now. And uh, and what Kerry and Dan did was they actually built their own brewing rig, a little bit bigger. But guys, was that uh, twenty gallons, Kerry? Yeah, that's the so it's it's twenty gallon max pie. I mean, we we usually we usually squeeze out fifteen, sixteen. I mean. Top end is 17 gallons, but uh, it, it's been, it's been really helpful uh, doing doing double brew days on on that between that and, and the Sabco system now. Yeah, and I just spoke to Kerry uh, two days ago, and they just came off a double brew day, so that's a long day of just uh, squeezing out two batches and you know just trying to get that trying to get the name and the brand out there right now. Uh, you're you're exactly right, and and what having both you know both of these pilot systems up and running at the same time now does is able to save some time. You know, the record previously when we just had the Sapco was we were able to do a quadruple brew day. We were able to do four beers because obviously you can, you can, you know, shunt the beer and then work from one tank to another and then start the next process. But even still, that was a 16 hour day. Wow, and wow. you know, that, 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 that could get on you. So now <laughs> if bit. we ever wanted to do that again, you know, we could just brew twice on two systems and get it done in half the time. That's good. You, know, you save time, more efficiency. Now, are you guys uh, brewing 
together a batch and already doing collabs, or are you just doing it individually? You know, you guys are scheduling out, um, you know, what is going to happen between you, the Ross brand, and the All Sorts brand, or are you putting together one brand in the end? So, uh, so that's a great question. Uh, thank you for asking. We've, um, so we've been brewing together collaboratively. I don't know. I think our first collab was back in, in May, um, where maybe we brewed the first part of a Goza on our Sapco, and then uh, you know we did the second part, the souring, over on uh, the All Sorts system. Oh, so that nice. was our okay. first true collab. Yeah. And then we split that Goza into two different fermenters, one with fresh oysters, so that was the oyster Goza, and then one with uh, uh, local raspberries, so, uh, so that was a beautiful uh, raspberry goes. And, uh, and guys, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased. Uh, you may be as well. But what, what did you guys, Carrie, Dan, think about how those turned out, our first collab? Those were awesome beers. But, um, you know, the, 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 the Goza, I mean, the Goza trend is, is crazy right now. And I'm pretty, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty obsessed with basically anything sour at this point <laughs> well that's what everyone's having well, i mean you got to have one on the tap list yes yeah, the summer of sour as they say and, and in fact that was actually our most recent collab uh you know we circled you know we did we did a few of the the ross brewing uh core recipes which i'll be happy to talk about in a moment but we came back around almost full circle because we dan was able to get his hand on some tart cherries from upstate New York. Ooh. And so we just brewed a sour cherry Saison. Nice. Dan, what, what ABV did Ooh, that come insane. in at? Uh, that was a little over seven. I think nice. we seven, seven one somewhere in there. Yeah, so we that like was, we, great. we like our Saisons a little stronger than average Saisons that are squeezing in around five and six. I like them around seven and eight. That's nice. Yeah, it actually came out with a, with a, really, um, with a really great um, – just, just full taste throughout. So you get the tart cherries up front, and then it kind of fades into just like a more traditional sour um, with the Saison yeast. It's it's fantastic. It really came out great. Oh, that sounds good. We're pretty happy See, with that one. Yeah. And, you know, it's because we've been having this success uh, doing the collaborating that, uh, that we, you know, talked about merging, joining forces. And, um, you know, there, there, there's obviously been ongoing discussions, and I think – you know, we might be breaking some news right here on the work with Mike and Pete uh -oh. because, uh, yeah, all sorts is going to uh, come in under the Ross banner, and uh, we're, we're we're you know officially welcoming Kerry and Dan to the team. Hey, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna be going forward together as one unit now. Nice, nice. that's awesome, dude. So you, yeah, you I don't know if the cat forces Kerry, is it okay? The cat's out of the bag. I don't know. What's uh -oh. up? You you not put it back in. <laughs> it's out there now. It'll be on replays on the you're last one. You're doing it now. <laughs> and the Hopped Up Network. <laughs> and iTunes. Gums Radio replays. I heard the uh, sirens back. Maybe they're trying to contain you uh, from saying it, but uh, I got my own sirens here, too, so there you go. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We, um, they're coming to get you. you know, they said, you let the cat out of the bag. You're, you're in for it now. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> we, um, you know, we were working on the Ross brand uh, all together for about two years. You know, uh, we've got a few of our licenses in. We're waiting on a few others to get finished out so we can get selling. With a, with a little bit of luck, uh, our product may be able to be for sale in. Oh, you there? What happened? Oh no! Uh oh! Oh, there uh -oh. you are. I got you back. Did John, well, we're, leave? we're here. We uh -oh. might have lost John though. Uh oh! John got pulled in by the cops. That's it. Oh. 
They're coming to get him. He has, John. All right. Well, we're up. having a technical difficulty over here. Well, he, he did have to. Uh, it was a hard 825 out, as we knew. So <laughs> right on time. That's, yeah. John got taken by the cops. His bracelet went off, and they a came and grabbed him. A harder stop than anyone had anticipated. A mid-sentence stop. So, Dan Carey, that's, uh, that's a pretty cool announcement right there. You guys are all getting together and uh, going to fly your flags under the Ross brand. Yep. And, uh, yeah, been... and basically just take in everything that's going on and, and combine and create a Voltron of beer, as they say. Yeah, we have a... Uh... We have a pretty good thing going with um, with John, and you know we definitely want to we definitely want to push forward on that, and make sure everything you know works out for the best for everyone. Absolutely. Can you finish that sentence? You, you um, were going to release the beer. You, I'm sorry. What was what was that thought going to be from from, from John? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let oh. me. Can we actually call right back in with? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think we lost Carrie too. Oh no. Yeah, let's just merge John back in. All right, hang on one second. We're yeah, that's fine. Right sure. I'll just put you on mute for a second. I'll come right back yeah, to we'll you. Merge in there. All right, we're going to merge in, John. We'll All right, cool. Um, so that is Dan and Kerry from All Sorts combining with John from Ross Brewing and making the announcement right here on the Wirt that they are going to uh, create one big brewery in the middle of Red Bank, New Jersey, in an old firehouse. Did you look it up? Did you go I on did. Google Maps and see it? Like an you guys are already <laughs> seeing it. Already, uh, already how Googling. fast am I going to yeah, be able to get there? We're ready to go. We're ready to go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, like one of those me. like breaking news banners, like CNN now. Oh, so you want to do like um, which is every fucking hour, yeah. uh, like this, like I'm uh, here in a helicopter and uh, reporting <laughs> nope. overhead of Red. No, God, right. I hate I all like these that. Sound no, no, sorry, that. that's good. <laughs> See, I told you when you absolutely put me on the soundboard and got got me on this. Um, I want that when you introduce me the next time I call. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mickey Nux is flying in his helicopter ab- above Queens. He's checking out all the new breweries here in Queens. Yes, Nick, uh, how you doing out there? How's everything hey going, right? Everybody, I'm uh, over here in Queens, Ridgewood area. I see a bridge and tunnel over there. <laughs> Bushwick is right around the corner. You got to put on the voice. It, it's not as effective if you don't. I'm an yeah, as good as yeah, you. that's right. You could do that. Anything other than the beer opening <laughs> is irritating to me these days. <laughs> Anything but the beer opening? Like that? I can hear that all day. Okay, so we got plenty of that uh, to go into our system. And uh, Do we have uh, Kerry and Dan back? Are you guys back in there? Yeah, uh, we're, uh, we're still here. We got John back, I believe. Too. Hey, John, welcome back. What happened? Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were just saying real quickly, uh, you know, with a little bit of luck, we'll have our product on the shelves in New Jersey and New York before year-end. Worst case, it's going to be Q1 next year. Excellent. Um, we're definitely going to launch both states. You know, uh, just speaking for myself, I grew up in New York City, lived in four of the five boroughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was mentioning before, we, we cut off, used to date a girl in Seaford, used to date a hey. girl in Oyster Bay. We could throw a rock to Seaford right here. Yeah. <laughs> all the way out in Port Jeff. Wow. Um, well, where all so, the breweries uh, are, Oyster Bay, yeah, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So maybe that's the excuse. Uh, no, I'm not here to see you guys are stalker or anything. We're here to visit the breweries. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to be launching in both states, and uh, we're going to launch with our five core beers. Okay. And which, um, what do we got? What's our lineup? So uh, we, we got our Navisync IPA, right? It's a double IPA. comes in at 7.8%. Nice. Brew with eight varieties of hops. We do it at five different times during the brewing process. We ferment it on ruby red grapefruit. Ooh. It is not what I would call a true, you know, it's not an any IPA. We've been working on this recipe, you know, predating that. 
but there are some commonalities. Uh, it is unfiltered. It is hazy. It is juicy. Uh, obviously, all that hop presence and the grapefruit gives yeah. it that. And uh, it's something uh, that we really enjoy. I think we uh, we just brewed a batch uh, this weekend. Uh, Dan, we, we just brewed that together this weekend. That's right. Yeah, that was one of our two brews this weekend. Uh, it happens to also be the beer that I'm drinking right now while I'm with nice. you guys uh, <laughs> uh, from a batch a few weeks ago. So that's kind of like our co-flagship. Okay. The other one we come in with is our Shrewsbury Lager. All right. It's a little bit lower alcohol, 5.0, 5.1%. Uh, amber Lager. You know, nice. somewhere, if you could draw a triangle between, um, you know, a Sam Adams, a Boston. I'm sorry, a Sam Adams, a Brooklyn, and like a Yingling. And, uh, and, and we're, we're in that triad. It's crisp, uh, very refreshing, uh, balanced. There is a hot presence, but it's not overwhelming, of course. And, uh, you know, it's something that, as I'm sure you guys interview a lot of breweries, you know, new up-and-coming starting breweries struggle with, you know, do we do a lager? Do we tie up the tank for twice as long? And, uh, you know, in our mental calculus, you know, yes, because in our area, that's something that people love to drink on the water, on the boat, on the deck, a nice crisp lager. Mm-hmm. And like so nice we're going to be we're going to be offering that. Yeah, that sounds good. What and, kind of malt goes into that one? And you basically you, you got to do and we've, we've discussed this before. You got to have something out there that can tie in even the non-craft beer drinkers. They come in, they hear the word lager. Like you said, they associate with the Brooklyn or they associate with the Sam. And they go, okay, a lager. A lager is something I can drink. You hook them with the lager, and then you rope them in with the other stuff, like the double IPA and other things that are you know, pretty present in most breweries today. Uh, I think uh, you pretty much just outlined our entire business plan. We're ready to turn <laughs> over the keys to you right there. Uh, no, for sure. And I thought I heard a question about the malt. You know, we use some mm-hmm. Vienna malt. We use some caramel malt in mm-hmm. that as well. And uh, to achieve a, a, what I think is a, is a truly beautiful color and a flavor profile. Nice. Uh, as I said, we're launching with five. Those are our two flagships. We've got three others on the launch. It's our, it's our Manasquan Whit Beer, you know, a Belgian Whit Beer, Whit Beer style. We use some orange zest, some citrus juice, uh, some coriander. Nice. Uh, we're doing our, our Raritan Red Rye. So it's sort of a rye PA. Obviously, there's a lot of rye in the in the in the grain bill, mm-hmm. and uh, comes out a nice ruby red color. Uh, a very 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 interesting mix of flavors there. There's mm. you know toffee, uh, caramel. Um, you know you can either pick a black currant. It's uh, it's I think it actually is one of, one of the more unique beers that we do. Sounds and our very fifth, interesting. Our fifth launch beer is our Passaic Porter, which is uh, a honey, vanilla chocolate porter so we use uh monmouth county which is where we're from out here now our monmouth county grown wildflower honey and then we use some vanilla beans and some cacao nymphs and uh and so the the beer itself is amazing what we we've been experimenting with recently is that core beer as you'll note has no coffee in it but people keep telling us they detect coffee notes so we've been partnering with a lot of different local roasters to do variants, yes, you know, absolutely. with the, some of their coffee yeah, as well. You got to like do the variants. I like because I positively hate coffee, John. So <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a really, like a, a very well-balanced uh, lineup, though. You got something for everyone there. You got the the double IPA, the the amber, the, the amber lager for uh, those people that are maybe new to craft beer. Same with the, the wit. That's another style that I think uh, – Sucks a lot of people in that it maybe had something like a you know yeah, a blue with, moon or right. a whole garden or yeah. uh, yep exactly yeah no and, and and this one you know we're trying to be you know obviously we're we're shooting more towards the Allagash white than than the than the whole garden but terrific. to your point you know you have you've got to get the people in the door first yeah absolutely yeah yeah I'm not I mean I haven't had uh, 
don't think I had Blue Moon since my 20s. <laughs> uh, but, well, since this all started, who, who has time for Blue Moon? There's a but, you know, but th- those are popular styles. And you mentioned Allagash White, I think, is one of the, one of the better uh, wheat beers that are, that's out there. Um, and that porter that you spoke of, uh, y- you know, you're going to be releasing – uh, hopefully, right in time for like the porter season. You got yeah. your stouts, yeah. your porters, your exactly. browns in the That's winter the season. Yep. And we love uh, Nick. And Nick's in the studio. He's our Queens correspondent. Nick loves the darker beers, like I do. Brown stouts, porters, and uh, we we try to find like the most amazing. Uh, taste profile or flavor profiles we can in those porters. And that sounds great, but that honey, I like that honey. Yeah, you that's like, interesting. Yeah, I'm a big a honey guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. honey guy. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I mean, as soon as uh, we're legally able to, we'll get a case out to you. Boom. And uh, and then you tell us what you think because you know we're in love with it, and uh, and you know this is why this is going to be one of the ones that we're going to start with. Uh, but you know, beyond that, you know, once the tap rooms open, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, that's where some of these great collabs I've been doing with Kerry and Dan, and, uh, and 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 pretty much you know every time we get together, there's a pitch session, and that's what's talking about pitching yeast. You know, they're they're pitching different beers and ideas, and uh, so Kerry, Dan, I don't know if uh, if one of you wants to take over uh, as I as I have to get ready to tap out myself, but uh, are, are, are what are some of the other you know, individual beers that we're looking at. I know we just did a Belgian quadruple this weekend as well. Wow. So uh, talk, 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 talk on some of our other beers. Um, well, I mean, we've had, so, so Carrie and I have, uh, like Carrie said before, we've kind of fallen in love with sours, both of them. Um, so what we were doing uh, prior to actually linking up with, with Rob, was we'd, we'd always push out, you know, 15, 17 gallons, somewhere in there, and we'd split it three ways. And basically every time we'd end up souring a third of it, um, you know, <laughs> unless, it was, unless it was really something that did not have any business being soured. But right. um, we did a sour stout that was really that was really tasty. We did a sour session IPA. Sour stout um, is amazing. I had a sour porter recently. I never had sour dark beers like that before. I have a sour cherry out here, which wow. is pretty cool. Actually, the first time we met with John, we sat down in his garage just to just to get to know each other. Nothing, nothing business related. Just, just you know, a hangout. And that was the beer that we brought for him when we gave it to him. And I think John said the exact same thing that he'd never had a dark, uh, that's right, a stout, sour stout before. And and and, and honestly, you know, just for first time, I had known Carrie already. That was the first time Dan and I was meeting you in person, and I was like, okay. So in addition to being cool guys, these guys can really brew and they're creative too. So even back then, you know, we were getting the inklings of something might get, you know, get together. Yeah. Terry, um, you want to dip in on this? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... He's, he's kicked back over here. He's lounging out. Like, yeah, know, it must be nice. <laughs> I don't know. You can see him. You, you can is he, is he drinking the double IPA as well? <laughs> no, we have, uh, we have Interboro right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Interboro is sweet. Very good. Which, uh, which, you know, in Interborough, you know, we've got a little partiality to there as well. Uh, Jesse, of course, was over here. I mentioned right at the top of our, 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 our dial-in that uh, one of the first breweries in our county, actually the first, and in our area was Carton Brewing. Mm-hmm. And Jesse from Interborough was their brewer for, I think, their first three years. That's correct, before yes. Before he uh, spun off and did his own project, and now he's producing some killer killer shit sorry mom no quite all right oh she's listening <laughs> oh boy sorry mom john's mom we curse a lot so after your son gets off just My turn us off too. Uh, <laughs> no one else turn us off just john's mom because we will curse a, a whole bunch moving forward after the interview 
Hey guys, I'm actually gonna gonna jump off. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got a couple of things to run to. Uh, I really want to thank you for the opportunity um, and uh, and for and for letting uh, you know the work be the forum where we break this news. And uh, look forward to getting back on the air. But next time, you know, with you guys having some of our beer in your hand. Absolutely. We, and we that want, sounds great. I talked to Kerry. You guys might even take a trip out here. It would be great to have you in the studio. We'll all sit and hang and drinks together. And if not, when you guys officially open, give us a call. We come down. Um, we'll do a quick broadcast from there and hang out and have a good time. Can't wait. It sounds like a great town, too. Yeah, man. Awesome. Hey, listen, thanks so much. That definitely sounds like a plan on both ends. You guys take care. And uh, and Kerry and Dan will take it from here. Thanks, cool. guys. Thanks, John. Thanks, Bye. John. Bye. So, boys, that's uh, really uh, exciting. Going to team up with this guy who, uh, you know, obviously you guys have the uh, know-how and the recipes, and he's got the brewery behind him and some of the experience. So this looks like it's going to turn out to be a really great adventure for you guys. Yeah, now that he's offline, maybe maybe we'll invite some of his ex-girlfriends. And <laughs> <laughs> Bring some of that Long Island beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some I got a couple of ex-girlfriends I can unload on you guys if you need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any use for them. <laughs> the show is taking a creepier and creepier yeah. turn. <laughs> well, I mean, it's easier if I just... <laughs> there you go. Here we go. So uh, let's get into some of those uh, really exotic beers that you guys are putting together. What do you think the most exotic thing that you guys have come up with on your own, separate from John, and then brought to the table and said, hey, check this out. Look what we can do here. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, you, you, like, when we, when we were brewing, we were always doing it, you know, for ourselves. So we were, we were always trying to do just, you know, the weirder and crazier shit that, that you're really not going to be able to get in stores or in the breweries. So. Mm. You know, we were doing like, uh, like, like a twelve percent squash Thanksgiving beer. Um, <laughs> nice, delicious. Twelve percent. Yeah, like twelve percent. Like and then, and then the you know sending it. You know. Yeah, yeah and, and that'll get you fucked the... up at that Thanksgiving table. <laughs> you just eating turkey, <laughs> going, that, right? yeah, fucking guys. That's yeah, how yeah, Thanksgiving arguments get started. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how family fights get started. That's right. And ended. That's what you name it. You name it family fights, and then it's a Thanksgiving twelve percent beer. Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah, and that was and that was uh, you know the same same type of thing. We split that we split that three ways, and we you know we did I think we did cranberries in secondary in one, um, which you know obviously is a staple in, in a Thanksgiving meal, and we did cherries in another, um, you know different yeasts, and try, really tried to mix it up. And that's that's the great part. Even when we were just home brewing for us, and before this became you know something with John that obviously is going to become more than just home brewing. Um, actually, actually, I think I think the uh, the Irish car bomb was my favorite. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. what's that? Yeah. So so uh, my 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 buddies and I have have this tradition on Christmas Eve of doing Irish car bombs, and I was like, well, wouldn't it be great if we just made that into a beer, and then we wouldn't have <laughs> to go through the ritual of the car bomb? <laughs> You say it like it's a bad thing. Yeah, that's part of the fun. (laughs) Yeah, but as a bartender, as a 20-year veteran behind the bar, I'm so fucking sick of trying to separate the goddamn Baileys from the fucking thing to make the presentation nice, the spilling everywhere when the the shot gets dropped into the Guinness. It's like this shit shit everywhere. And I'm like, you know what? It's just fucking, can you guys stop? Just stop it. Enough with the fourth carbon. But that's a great idea. So what what goes into the brewing process to, to... Brew something like a carbon beer. To, I mean, to do a carbon, you're you're gonna do. We, I, I, so we were brewing a stout. We were brewing a stout, maybe brewing it with a little bit of 
lactose in it, so you you have you have that like real creaminess. That's where you get that okay. that um you know that milk from. And then we were just literally doing doing uh, some some Jameson in, in secondary, and, and Jameson's making some really great beers. I mean, uh, really great whiskeys um, right now, and and so we tried that out with a few different of those of those Jameson specialties. And I mean, you yeah, know, the, that, that's the castmates, right? That, the castmates, they are, the they're cast trading meets, back yeah. and forth with stout barrels and IPA barrels uh, between breweries in the area, and uh, they'll they'll do a batch and then they'll let it sit in a barrel. The the whoever's beer they're using at the time will take their Jameson barrels and let their beer yep. ferment in there and then give it back. Yep. It's a little back and forth, so you really are getting some of that hoppy flavor, the the floral notes coming off the hops, exactly. and some of those IPA castmates. And that could be a good blend. You're right. So in the secondary, you're pouring J- like straight up Jameson cast makes yep. into it. All right. And then what? Yeah. And then what goes yeah. into the so, final stage? So, I mean, that, Sorry. The, so once we, you know, once we went into secondary, we let it, you know, we let it sit through secondary, and then we, and then we kegged it. Okay. But the the one the one thing, and I agree with Carrie, that was a good beer. I think the one thing that if we did that, we would do it differently. When we when we sat down, we we try to do we try to be very calculated. I think. Carrie's an engineer too, so I mean we're we're just we're trying to dial everything in down to down to the last number, and sometimes you can't do that. So we sat down and we had, you know, we measured out a certain amount of ounces of beer, and then we mixed a certain amount of ounces of whiskey to try to find the perfect blend of, of where the whiskey was perfect <laughs> in the beer. Right. I, I should say this was at like nine a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking That's about drinking detail. at nine a.m. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was, was kind of early. Three days so, early. So. Uh, so we, we did that and we, we came up with, all right, you know, this is it. You know, this is the, this is the perfect blend. So we, you know, we scaled that up to however many, it was probably, I think we did five gallons or six gallons of, um, of, uh, of the car bomb stout. But anyway, when we put it into secondary, um, the one thing that is, it's hard to anticipate sometimes with stuff like that, the, the Jameson actually mellowed out in secondary quite a bit. So you still got that flavor and it still came through and it was good. But it was not as prominent as it was when we first started to test it, and I think if we did it again, we'd probably go a little heavier on the James. <laughs> ah, all right. So when, when you like multiplied it to get the bigger batch, it just didn't kind of translate right. So you got to kind of overcompensate yeah, for it. Yeah, some things are scalable and some things are, are not as yeah. scalable, and I guess that's one of the things that you you got to be a little bit more by feeling on. <laughs> Sometimes those flavor profiles balance out too, and and you just you know it's it's a good it's a good ratio maybe, but you know if you're not going to taste it, then you know what's the point? Right. Yeah, we could taste it. It wasn't that. It was just um, you'd get you'd get the hints of it, and it was actually it was probably better, uh, you know, for somebody who's maybe not necessarily a whiskey drinker, but could appreciate hmm. you know could appreciate that flavor profile because it, it had that hint of it. You could you could definitely pick up the whiskey, but it wasn't overwhelming by any stretch of the imagination and so what did that do to the abv in the end good question it didn't do as much as as we had thought because it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't a you know it wasn't a ton of ton of whiskey that was going into it okay. i mean i mean we'll, we'll we'll tell you next time when we're pouring straight handles yeah. into uh, <laughs> oh boy a I, think we, I think we tried to work out the numbers i don't, I don't know that we ever necessarily came down to a, a, a specific yeah final abv but it, it didn't go up a lot okay like half of it, maybe well, what's um, the range though like eight nine ten 
Um, I think that stat was pretty. I'm trying to remember. We did that. We did that about a year ago. Now it was it was pretty low. It was probably around six. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would expect higher for something. Yeah, like especially whiskey. <laughs> yeah, whiskey or barrel aged. I'm always seeing yeah. much higher than that. So that's interesting though. I, I would probably like that because some of those imperials right now are just. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of leaning away towards it. I'm going more towards the porters yeah. and the and the nicer, uh, you know, normal stouts. You know, five and a half, seven and a half, between five and a half, seven and a half. Some of those tens, elevens are just too much sometimes. It, you can yeah, have we're one, just, but it's not a drinkable beer. Man. You know, multiple beers in in a in a sitting. Yeah. You have one in a nice little you know stem glass. One and, and done. Right. Maybe yeah. a nice cap maybe a nice nightcap with a car bomb that's not too bad yeah so we were just having this conversation i, I mean I, I don't know if it's just that like we, we've gotten like a little tired of those styles or or barrel aged yeah, the, yeah the barrel aged the imperials the you know it's it's stuff that like you know we still go out and we buy and then yeah. we sit down to drink it and it's like man i can't have more than one of these anymore <laughs> like it's just it's, it's almost too much I, and i don't know if it's like the new england style ipas taking over or the sours <laughs> they're ruining over, your taste palates <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, it could be that. It could just be that, like, you know, we've been doing that for how many years now right. at this point? But yeah. I do like a good brown ale. Now I'm all about the browns right now. Yeah. So I'm trying a lot of the English style browns, those nutty ones. I'm really into that yeah. now, right now. I'm trying to try Yeah, that, to... that's probably a style that's, like, like due for, for its comeuppance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it had its moment uh, a couple of years ago, but then it didn't really take off like some of the other ones do. And it, it's a great style. I mean, it's something I think everyone would be able to drink. I don't understand. Tried and true. Right, exactly. So it's it's one of those staples that many of the breweries uh, have. We have a local brewery right here on Long Island where I grew up in Amityville, and they came out with their Bayhouse Brown, and it is, f- like, one of the better browns I've ever had. And thank God they're so close. I can get it anytime I want. So I'm very spoiled like that. But when someone comes out with a good brown, I appreciate it, and I'll continue to buy it. So I know there's lovers of the brown out there that will continue. And that same place has an English style, too. They have two browns. That's true. They have two. But that, that, the English and style, though, they've been switching often. back and forth on. So this one is their one of their flagships, as they say, their cornerstones, <laughs> I like to say. And that one has really just sat there on the menu on the, in the tasting room since the day they opened. Which is rare. You don't see a lot of breweries with the brown out there. No, you don't. Not as a cornerstone. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think back at like Newcastle, yeah. like the just. Like, I remember like that being one of my first like imports, you know? It yeah, like yeah. A, it was like a big deal. It was like the, the late road. '90s, yeah. I think, like 1997, '98, um, yeah. when I was somewhere around the 20-year-old mark or a little, little younger, and we would go. Yeah, and we're like, I don't want Heineken. It tastes like ass. And then the bug was like, eh. <laughs> But then he's like, "Oh, go get the 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 new uh, Newcastle, the English, the nut brown, and and we got a keg of it for a uh, house party. That thing oh. went so fast. People are like, what is yeah, this? This is beer. Oh my god, it's peanut butter. We're drinking peanut butter. We're also idiots. Back, but besides uh, that, ago, they started doing those those like little mini kegs that uh, the Heineken was doing for yeah. a while. Oh yeah, yeah. They started putting out Newcastle brown ale. What is it like a gallon or something? I don't even know. It's, yeah, it's somewhere, somewhere in there. around there. Yeah. It's it's measured in milliliters because we're in America. <laughs> 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 but yeah. yeah, they they had those in like um, I guess uh, Hofbrau came out with one too. You always yeah. see those in the supermarkets. Yeah, I saw and that's gone away now. You Hoffbrau don't really one. see much of that anymore. You might see like the Hofbrau one come through right now in you October. See Heineken. Fest. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're like party kegs and stuff like yeah. that. Take to a. Uh, baseball game or something. It's like a growler pre-game. and a half. Right. I think that's basically eh, what it is. It being. might be two. Might yeah. be two. Yeah, they're pretty bigger than you would think. Hmm. I had one in a in a in a cargo bag once, and I went, "Wow, this is a lot bigger than I think." I get, we got a lot of beer out of that. Hmm. It was good. 
And then, I, of course, my taste buds change over time. So now I'm really into like a hoppy brown. So if you do like a hop hash, like Sweetwater did, that's one of my favorite beers. And the Bay House has a tremendous hop profile to it uh, from our local brewery. So, you know, th- those are things that I think uh, you would do very well in. And, and again, converting over regular drinkers into craft beer drinkers. People go, oh, I know what a brown is, or I know what an English style brown is, and let me yeah. try that and move forward with it. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty easy style too. It's not, you know, it's not anything crazy. Right, right. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you know, throwing it. We're actually drinking a, a Schwartz beer tonight. I'm drinking the uh, Saranac Black Forest. They come mm-hmm. in in a, a nice little black beer <laughs> bottle, and it's delicious. We love our dark beers around this time. We're doing our best to stay away from pumpkins right now because we do not want to transition into fall just yet. There's still a glimmer of summer out there in 70 Come degrees. On, man, it's, it's local summer. It's yeah. Oktoberfest <laughs> right now, too. I know. It, uh, Oktoberfest just started, and I'd rather drink my Oktoberfest than, than sip on my pumpkin beers. But Yeah, uh, when, when Oktoberfest is over and done with, I'll, I'll, I'll get like half a month of pumpkin beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And really, that's all you need. I mean, I do like it, but I, it, it, like, years ago, like three or four years ago, we got pumpkin beer here at Governor's Comedy Club, and people lost their fucking minds. Like, someone got into a fight. <laughs> When we ran out of pumpkin beer, and we were getting three kegs at a time, we were going through them in a weekend. Everyone wanted the pumpkin. We ran out on a Sunday night, and and literally we had a fight break out because they're like, "I want the last pumpkin, I want the last pumpkin," and the bouncer had to kick them all out of here. It was unbelievable. I've never seen. I'm like over a beer. Just grab an Oktoberfest. This we had Sam Oktoberfest. This is Long Island. It is Long Island. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's I true. mean, pumpkin Dunkin' well, Donuts. Well, listen, they're, they're pumpkin used to beer, it. Pumpkin everything. Pumpkin spice donuts. all the things. Yes, they do make all the things happen. So, I mean, obviously, next year when you're in the fall season, you guys have to have a pumpkin on tap. Have you guys brewed one yet? We, uh, I mean, we have. John, yeah, John actually has, um, I think he's got, he, he, I know he has a seasonal. We haven't brewed it for him yet. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously he dropped off, but I think it was called, like, uh, squashed or something like that. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Oh, yeah, he's got, he's got a Jacktoberfest. Jack Jack so it's like, yeah. a, a, like an amber pumpkin lager. Okay. Which... I mean, if, if if you're gonna do if you're gonna do pumpkin anything at this point, like you know, it's it's, it's got to be something different. It's right. got to be Correct. probably right. something light. It's got to be <laughs> pumpkin light with, without all the fucking spices yeah. in yeah. it, and like the kitchen, you know. There's so. one thing I don't like in all my pumpkin beers is that allspice. Too much spice, not enough pumpkin flavoring. And you don't like chewing on cinnamon? <laughs> I don't, no, I, I don't do the rim job at all, so I keep that off my beer, and and I do. You I like I, to do the cinnamon challenge with yeah. your beer. Oh. <laughs> What uh, what do you guys think about the the seasonal? So like when you, I get uh, angry when I start seeing like like I love Sam Oktoberfest, I think it's phenomenal beer, but if I see that before Labor Day, uh, it sends me it tends to send me into a blind rage in the supermarket. <laughs> what are you? Well, it'll be gone by October, so if you want, I know, right, 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 right. Like, um, but, uh, but as soon as Halloween's around the corner, then it's fucking winter beer all over. Yep. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Carrie and I both have wives, so that means that we have to buy a certain amount of pumpkin beer for the house. <laughs> yep, um, yep. So, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. I'm, I'm done with the crazy spice pumpkin beers. I mean, if you're going to make me a pumpkin beer, let's let's get some pumpkin flavor and, and make it taste like beer. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't want to drink a pie. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, uh, the flip side of it is, especially, like, it's tough, you know, it's tough for, for these breweries, you know, for, for distribution, you got to really think ahead. So like 
you know, from from a business standpoint, it's it's got to you got to ship it at an you know, early enough date so that it gets there and it's on the shelves and it's competitive and you're marketing it and all that stuff. You don't want to be the no, last no. guy there. With, you don't want to be the last delivery of pumpkin yeah. beer. Once yeah. everyone's sick of it. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it, 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 <laughs> you want to be there when they first it, rifled through the calendar because someone's like, oh, I'm going to come out with it a week earlier than that. And then another person's like, I'm going to come out with a week earlier than that. And it's like just the greeting cards when he starts seeing, you know. Christmas like, cards. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> July. You know, like, <laughs> December 26th, you see Valentine's Day shit out there. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone wants to be the first one to be swooped up. And they're like, oh, pumpkin, it's August 21st. Yeah. And you're like, I want that. Yeah, I, I hear you. But I think it all stemmed <laughs> from when the pumpkin craze started a couple of years ago that all the breweries started doing a week earlier, week earlier to be the first one on the shelves. And so not to be left in the dust and sitting on the shelf. And it's like have, 85 yeah, in August like a, and you're having, you know, yeah, you're the majority of pumpkin beers on the shelves that's like, pumpkin stuff it's, it's all bigger breweries anyhow oh, absolutely. Like, yeah yeah you're not you're not seeing the smaller breweries doing that stuff um so you know that there's a bit of a give and a take there so you know if you're in the store and you see pumpkin stuff like look at who it's coming from right i mean you, yeah they're in california of course they got to ship it like a month in advance <laughs> that's true so, you're, you're right you know you're not, not going to see bolero snort pumpkin in you know in September. That's yeah. true. That's I know the pumpkins <laughs> in my garden aren't ready until like October, <laughs> September, right? So yeah, they're really, not really they're not, uh, unless maybe they're like you said, uh, California. Maybe they got Who the pumpkins fuck is all year growing round. Pumpkins but I in got the middle pump, of summer. my pumpkins come out in like October, you know. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. We we took a we took a different approach to fall. We we brewed a we brewed a quad last week, which which will be a. Definitely a, a low and slow fermentation. We're going to get, you know, some high, we have some high attenuating yeast that just mm. started working yesterday. So um, we'll uh, we'll see how that comes out. Well, tell us a little but bit about that recipe without, you know, giving away the secrets. So uh, we know about a double, we know about a triple. What does the quad uh, mean then? What are we doing with it? So so a quad traditionally comes in, comes in between about 9 and 14 percent. Um, this one, this one should be right around 10. Um, you know, if we can get some, some really exceptional fermentation, maybe, hmm. maybe a touch more. Um, and, uh, and we, we're actually doing a Belgian Abbey yeast. So we'll Ooh. get some, you know, the fruity esters and, and some of that, some of that great flavoring out of that. Nice. Um, and then from the, you know, Bel- Belgian quads are, are traditionally pretty low ABV. So, um, we actually had to make a couple last-minute um, alterations to the recipe based on based on what we could actually get. Right. But uh, we were looking for about 28 IBU. We ended up coming in with our altered recipe probably around like 25, 26. So it's really okay. low nice. um, IBUs, and and that's that's not uncommon for a for a you know a Belgian quad like that. Yeah, it's, it's right along side. the line of the doubles and the triples. Same yeah. same concept, but yeah, just just increasing yeah, it's, the it's, ABV, it's, it's, utilizing the yeast. That's going to kind of conform that into a nice uh like you said nine to 14 somewhere in there yeah and and when the weather actually does start to turn when we start to get those cooler days and nights i mean that's something that i want to be drinking you know i want to go i want i literally want to go straight from my from my summer and my october fest to that right yeah i agree yeah it's it's definitely a nice hop skip and a jump right into the colder times yeah I've i've drank my fill of of lagers and session IPAs and New England style IPAs and all, all those those big light beers and and I'm ready I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, we I got one more question for you before we go because we got to take a break and uh, get to our commercials and music and pee pee. So 
<laughs> uh, Kerry, uh, what is your, because I always I try to ask this of all our brewers, what is your favorite beer? Like, just pick one that's your favorite, and what would you drink if you had any choice of any beer in wherever? That's a really hard question, right? <laughs> like, like, what's my favorite beer now? You know, like, that's the problem. It's changing all the time. Right. But um, let, let's say, uh, let's escape from right now and just say over the last 10 years, what was your go-to beer? Man. Woo. <laughs> I know. It's a tough one. How about a style? All right. Yeah. What's your favorite style? Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's much easier. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I can give you even like my, my favorite brewery right now, too. Okay. Um, Do both. So, so I've been, I, I got really into the New England styles. Okay. Um, I got really into industrial arts. Ooh. Um, yeah, and and I went up there. I, I actually had a race up at Fair Mountain, and I stopped by Industrial Arts after the race. And I mean, like they're doing awesome stuff. They so really are. In studio today, I have a New England IPA called Bloomerang. Have you had Bloomerang before? Is that Industrial Arts? It is. It's a co- collaboration yeah, with. It's the one with their with their passion fruit or something like that. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Oh. It's Two Roads in Industrial Arts, and I just picked up a four-pack uh, this weekend and had it down at the beach, and God damn it, it is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. This one is yeah, unbelievable. This- and everything that I've had from Industrial Arts, uh, Torque, Wrench, all those that mm-hmm. they've come out with the lineup, unbelievable beer. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> New, Engl- New England IPA and, and, and a good brewery is the <laughs> Industrial Arts. How about you, Dan? What do you got? Uh, I mean, I yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, oh yeah, Trinity has a great beer right now. That's uh, with, with that upside down label. That's um, can't remember what it's what it's called. Carrie, I'll pull it up. I, I would say, you know what kind of I, I don't I wouldn't say it's like my favorite beer or something that uh, that you know over the last ten years mm-hmm. is, is something that I have been going to continuously. But lately, I would say in the last one to two years. Um, I've really started to like the like the blood orange IPAs and stuff like that. Those okay. are those are definitely there's there's been a few that I had recently. One was a Bolero Snort, um, and uh, and they're they're definitely a, a new not they're not new. A lot of people are doing that now, but it's it's a great style of beer that I'm I'm really into. You get that hoppiness and the the blood orange is is just great. It's really complements it. And so there's a bunch of Trinities out there. Which Trinity are you referring to? The Colorado one, or are you talking about Rhode Island? That's the one, Hype Forager. Yeah, Hype Forager, right? Yeah, oh. the, so that's that's the Trinity Hype Forager. Right. Beer. Oh, okay, gotcha. So Trinity Brewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Colorado, yeah. Yeah, Colorado, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I was just yeah, I was making sure that, because there's a couple out there now. There's Trinity Hops. There's um, Trinity Forest, which is a little different. So you know, just to turn everybody, our listeners, onto it and let them know what they're looking at. So there you go. Nice. Yeah, Hype, Hype Foringer was a was a find that I I found at a, a local place down actually right by where Carrie and I lived, um, and yeah, it was a it was a good pickup. Oh, awesome! All right, so we're gonna take a break. I want to say thank you to Carrie and Dan for calling in. The all sorts guys teaming up with Ross to create a Voltron type of brewing company, <laughs> opening in Red Bank, New Jersey. Uh, hopefully before the end of the year, if not right at the beginning of Q1 of. 2019 be on the lookout for that gentlemen uh thank you to thanks john and you in. guys it was awesome yeah man th- yeah, th- thanks, thanks so much for having us. for having us uh we, we really appreciate it next time we'll uh we'll 
bring you some beer in studio. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Come Sounds down great. or we'll come to you or we'll to figure it out. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. We're excited to, to taste it. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. See ya. All right, later. Bye. Bye. All right, the boys from all sorts teaming up with Ross. Uh, yeah, wow. let's cut the break. I got to piss. Yeah, I know. We, we drank a lot of beer <laughs> while you guys were on the phone. And, uh, you know, you got you get a lot of information there. We have to sit and digest and then pee it all out really quick. So this is the Work With Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. Uh, we're going to go to break, take a pee, and we'll be back right after this. Govs Radio. <laughs> this is the work on Govs Radio. Yeah, I apologize. That's way too loud. I have to definitely turn that down in the system. It's the work with Mike and Pete. GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. Replays shall be up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. Let me cut the feed for a second. Plug that back in. Nope. Nope. Still not good. Hold on. We got the YouTube page down for a second. I got this. I got this. There we go. Okay, we're back we're live on YouTube. Yes. Oh, okay. It's just uh, this connection problem that uh, the Mac has with trying to stream the uh, YouTube stream. Ah. Uh, our replays will be up on GovsRadio.com tomorrow, along with the Laughable App, Hop up, Hopped Up Network, replays on GovsRadio.com and iTunes. And on the phone, again, another phoner today. It's a phone call Tuesday. We have Andrew Tuesday. from MyBomberJackets.com. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are you? All right. So let me tell you a little bit. Actually, actually wait, local we're from to local to locals. Oh, shit. Did I? I'm sorry, Andrew. My bad. I, we were expecting another phone call, and I totally got them mixed up. Well, I'm an asshole. No worries. I apologize. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. So we're going to get uh, not Andrew from, uh, from MyBomberJackets.com. But we have, yes, we have Andrew from Locals to Locals. Um, and so let me give you a little brief uh, rundown of uh, what we're doing here. Um, so uh, we contacted Hicksville Beer Distributor here locally on Long Island, and uh, Andrew is the owner. Are you the owner of Hicksville Brewing uh, Distributor? Yeah. Awesome. Yes, I am. So he's the owner of the Hicksville Beer Distributor, which I've been to many, many times and gotten some great local beers. And he's also involved and is the owner of a brand. Is the owner of the brand, or is it the president, or how do you uh, describe it? The way it works, it's actually considered a certification mark, um, lo- local to local. So okay. certification marks that are out there that people might be familiar with are something like non-GMO or USDA organic uh, or more specific or to what you guys talk about, Independent yes. Craft Brewers Association. Correct. Deal. Yes, absolutely. And so that's the same concept. All right, awesome. So under that uh, flagship of the brand Local to Locals, um, you've been releasing some beers in collaboration with some local breweries, and we've seen that distributed here throughout Long Island and just beyond. Uh, the things that I've had, uh, I think I spoke to you about this, was the uh, peach wheat from Oyster Bay. I've had the IPL. That was a, what, a five-person? No, that was the double IPL. Uh, it was a five-brewery collaboration. Um, the IPL was delicious, and there's many, many more that have come out since then. And uh, I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with Locals to Locals and how you go about the process of getting a brewery to uh, kind of brew a beer under that flagship or under that brand name and how that gets distributed. And I know that's a lot of questions I just asked up front. So I'm going to give you the forum to go ahead and speak a little bit about your brand. I appreciate it. So uh, first off, thank you for having me on the air. Uh, actually, this is the first time I've ever done something like this. So nice. First time, long time. new experience. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, uh yeah, so essentially the way it works is, uh, as I mentioned, it's, it's a certification mark. So what it certifies is when it is on a product, it tells the consumer that uh, the product was manufactured and 
sold by an independent small business uh, so they could be confident that when they're purchasing the products that have the logo on it, that the profits from their money spent are going to be staying home in the community uh, rather than going back to some big corporate headquarters somewhere, uh, which is nice. Uh, you're supporting your neighbor, maybe right. uh, somebody your, your uh, kid goes to school with or plays on a travel team with. Uh, and it's, uh, it's been an exciting process. Uh, right now we have, I believe, eight breweries signed up. Nice. Uh, Gun Hill Brewery in the Bronx is off Long Island. Yes, I saw uh, that. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, Greenport Brewery, uh, Sand City Barrier, Destination Unknown, Great South Bay, Spider Bite, Oyster Bay. And then there's uh, companies that are not related to beer, like Sail Away Coffee, yep. uh, North uh, North Fork Donut Company, uh, APM Shipping Supplies, Viola Media. And it's really, it's more than just beer. Uh, it did get launched in the beverage business because it's an industry I know and love. And uh, <laughs> uh, it, start, it started with breweries and uh, 60 local beer distributors spread out across Long Island to wow. really bring more awareness, relevance, and uh, recognition to them because it's important. Uh, it's important to shop local and support uh People that are have been staples in the community for for generations. Absolutely, for that matter, and it's easy to shop local when it's delicious beer. Absolutely, I find that's my easiest local purchase. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> and and we're we're very fortunate and lucky on Long Island right now that uh, I think we're over forty breweries in New York State. Yes. We're over five hundred breweries, and uh, some of the beer that's getting turned out is just absolutely fantastic. It's, yes. Uh, and, what is the uh, uh, yeah? So and what's unique about it is we're we're allowing these breweries. Uh, again, I'm just certifying a product as being that it's going to be made local and sold locally. Mm -hmm. uh, but we really encourage the breweries to showcase different styles, not just an IPA. So uh, most people have never had an IPL or or maybe turned off on it. But mm -hmm. the the breweries that are doing it right uh, do a fantastic job. Yeah, so. I saw that uh, the Berliner Weiss, the uh, raspberry. Was that the one that was coming? Yep, Raspberry Berliner Weiss was a collaboration between Dubco, Spider Bite, and Great South Bay, which is a is a little bit tart, has some sourness to it, which personally is not a style that I enjoy, although it's uh, a style that is really up and coming. Yes. Very popular but this summer. It, it turned out to be delicious. It was refreshing in uh, <laughs> August in the middle of the summer. Yeah, Hell great yeah. Summer, great summer beer. It was. It, yeah, we had the peach weed at my party this, this summer, which was good. And, uh, you know, excited to see the, the – I want to taste that new IPA from Barrier. Barrier creates ridiculous IPAs, and this is just a single citra hop, correct? Uh, no, this one was Creo hops, which is a, a new form of hop that's uh, almost in, like, a powder form, so similar huh. to, like, uh, lupulin powder. Okay. Yeah, we know um, about lupulin. So we, had, we got schooled on lupulin it, from uh, – was it Dan? Dan came in and talked probably. about lupulin powder. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, so – so that's the feature this month, and then uh, also out right now, Gun Hill did a tiramisu pastry ale, so it's a nice Ooh. alternative to pumpkin, has that sweetness that a, a pumpkin beer would have. Nice. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, and then next month, Greenport Harbor is coming out with uh, an imperial stout brewed with cinnamon and brown sugar uh, coming in at about 8.6%, which I'm really looking for. I knock you over that the head good. and put you to bed. <laughs> where, nice. Other than uh, yeah. at Hicksfield Beer, Andrew, where where are these available? So, like, where where can I get some of that, uh, the Greenport uh, uh, Right stout? now, 
right now there's over 60 uh, local beer distributors that are participating in this program, which you could go to our website, localtolocals.com, to yep. pinpoint the, the one mouth. closest to you. <laughs> yep. But um, on top of that, you have some major guys like Superstar Beverage, ah, okay. uh, Monarch Beverage, Circle M Beverage, Port Jeff Beverage, uh, Beverage Barn in East Meadow and Bayshore, Belmore Beverage, All Island Beverage, uh, Shoreline Beverage, uh, I could really go on and on. Uh, yeah. Bullseye Beverage in Smithtown. But, yeah, there's over 60 beverage centers that are participating in this. And the next step, hopefully, in the long run will be to launch this into local pubs and restaurants as well and give them more awareness uh, that they deserve and help uh, some of these local breweries stand out that are competing in a marketplace that th- there must be thousands of different brands that are sold in Long Island right. are uh, yeah. New York State that are not specific to local beer. Absolutely. And we, we always talk about, <coughs> excuse me, here on the show, um, how there is so much um, customer base here that you can still release good, solid beers and still you know generate the revenue that would support your local brewery. And by doing this, you're raising even more awareness about those breweries by putting their label on. And, and again, I said to you, you I guess through uh, social media, that the can art is is very simple but so uh, acknowledgeable, and you can see it in the store, and you go, boom, that's another local to locals uh, brand, and I got to try that one, you know, and it's almost like a series, and so what people do is they get involved with that and and get hooked on that, and then they just try each one each month, and I think that's a great thing. Yep, and what's great about that is actually that was the can art was done by another beverage center, uh, Monarch Beverage, his. Uh, his wife actually created that, and she it's just amazing the work that she puts together, and it, a lot of people have commented on that, which has been nice. So yeah, uh, it's it just, just stands it's just a out. way to w- work together. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, a- another part of this is what I try to explain to people and pitch to breweries is that uh, when the average consumer walks into a store, if they see a brand like Greenport Harbor, or Oyster Bay Brewing Company, or let's say Montauk Brewing Company, uh, it means something to them because it's named after a town on Long Island, so they could associate with it. If they've had a positive experience with that town, they're more likely to grab the product. But other breweries out there that are participating, in, like Barrier Brewing Company, uh, Spider Bite Brewing Company, Destination Unknown, the average consumer doesn't necessarily understand that that's a local product. Mm-hmm. But now if they see this stamp of local to locals on the, on the label, they can now know, oh, wow, this beer must be made within the state of New York. Let me do some more research. They start turning the can. Hey, Destination Unknown is in Bayshore, New York. Spider Bite is in Holbrook. Uh, barriers in Oceanside, and uh, whatever style they they enjoy, they and and are intrigued by, they could they're more likely to hopefully grab that product because they now know it's a local brand. That's a it's a great concept to try to you know bring people into even more hyper local areas. Uh, talk to me about the other uh, you know products that are sold there. You said there was uh, the sail away, the cold brew, and of course the donuts. So how did they get involved? Yeah, they well, see. Sa- uh, well, sa- sail away. Uh, coffee company is a, took out a sponsorship uh, and what's been great about this experience for me is really finding out what brands are truly local out there mm-hmm. and uh, even talking to you guys today I may not have known you guys existed or how local you were um, until we connected on social media and now it's uh, 
I look forward to listening to your shows and talking nice. to you guys about beer and uh, hopefully one day getting down there and seeing the full operation. Absolutely. Um, you yep, could you could get a North sneak Fork peek into the uh, sneak peek into the studio by going onto our YouTube page, uh, type in the word a podcast and or Mike and Pete and that'll pop up and you'll see us live right now in Shameless our surroundings. Plug. Shameless plug, yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, we're a local based company. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, absolutely, it's it's one of those things that. You know, I've seen Sailaway in uh, even at some of the uh, beer fests, and so it's a connection that they can make now through your brand uh, to come to some of these events and some of these beer fests and sell a local product. The same thing with the donuts. I mean, if I'm at a beer fest and I see a donut, a frosted freaking donut, I'm buying. You're looking shit for like that. that first like stout or like sweet flavored porter. Oh. And I'm trying to make the pairing myself. Six donuts. Yes. <laughs> six <laughs> is being very and reasonable. More than that, the, 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 the long-run goal of this is to really just create a, a almost business or local community network to mm. support one another. And what I think would be great is if North Fork Donut Company does a collaboration with one of these breweries and throws some donuts in there. And you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> that was... LOA Coffee throws some coffee in one of oh. these beers and... Uh, I, I would pay extra for that. So. <laughs> yes, I would. Do a pop up. They could do pop ups in the breweries too. You yeah, know, absolutely. Food to the places that don't serve food. A lot of the places out in the city do that. Yeah, they do a little pop up tent outside and selling their local donuts there. But you're right. A, a, a coffee stout brewed with, uh, you know, old fashioned donuts. So you have that bread. You have that stout that or porter, whatever you want to use, and you have the coffee flavor there. It's a great combination. I think you're right. I would I would pay a little extra if it was. A nice collaboration between all these local businesses. You can make pota- potato donuts Ooh. and do a gluten-free stout. Potato donuts. I've had potato donuts. What They're the fucking fuck great. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna have to get back <laughs> to that. Potato in a vodka too. Is yes, bad. and get get LIV involved, and now yeah. you can do what the guys over at uh, Ross are doing, and that's jump some da- jump some Jameson into uh, a stout, and then you can make it uh, like a. I don't know, what do you call it? Like a whipped cream mashed potatoes. stout, which would be like a whipped cream martini. There's the name right there. You, <laughs> what would you say? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. All, all, I, all I know is you guys are getting me thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> well, right or, now. I'm hungry. I don't know which one. So. <laughs> Both. Both, yes. <laughs> right now we're uh, actually drinking something from Industrial Arts, a two-rows collaboration that we spoke to the guys over at Ross about. Um, it is the Bloomerang. It is a New England IPA. Brewed with hibiscus and it is delicious. It's got that nice like a lot. rose uh, look. It's got a New England flavor, a little juicy, and uh, I would assume that you know after the and you guys. Uh, by the way, the the brewing of the locals to locals beers uh, would have to follow suit in regards to the season. So I would imagine you're going to stick to a couple of darker beers in the next few months to kind of match the seasons. And then go back to yeah. As of right now, we had, as I mentioned, the green port is going to be an imperial stout nice. with uh, cinnamon and brown sugar. Then spider bite will be brewing after that. They're going to be doing a, a chocolate coconut porter. Mm, mm, uh, love that one. Yeah. And then after that, I believe destination unknown is up, and uh, that's still to be determined. But really, we want to we want to allow these breweries to showcase their talents because Absolutely. It, it really is exactly what it is is talent that that they could come up with these recipes and these beers and uh on a weekly basis like barrier barrier puts out five new beers a week i don't even know how they do it but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so true they, they every time it, i look it, at their board i'm like holy crap what the hell is that where did that come from but and they all come out good so it's uh it's uh 
it's a fun time to be in this industry and a, yeah. a yes, fun time a, to really showcase some of these breweries. It is a great time to be a beer lover. There's never been this the, many the variety. Options, yeah. yeah. And so much of it is good. That's the you know, there's even if you're not, you know, into every style, there's so many good IPAs out there. There's so many good stouts, ambers, there's all these yeah. new styles, gozas. Yeah, and pers- personally, I think Long Island is very IPA heavy. Um, yeah, agreed. And it, it's a style that it's my favorite style, along with uh, Imperial Stouts. But what I really like about this program is we're not only putting out IPAs and we're not only putting out stouts. We're we're allowing these breweries the flexibility to really showcase all different styles of beer, so consumers have a chance to try them, uh, and they might otherwise would have not tried them. And uh, it's been fun. It really has been fun. I've, I've gone to a lot of the, the days that they brewed the beer or the days that they canned the beer and just hanging out with the guys, seeing all their facilities or their breweries, uh, and knowing that this is being made essentially in our backyard is uh, yeah. pretty amazing. And then once it gets to the stores, it's, it's never fresher than this whole combination of local to local. I mean, you're so. getting it within 24 hours of it being canned, correct? Uh, yeah, it has to go through a little distribution process. Uh, if they're contracted to a wholesaler, it has to go to the wholesale. But they're getting they're getting out into the stores within a week of them being uh, canned, essentially, right. if yeah. not sooner than that. And you really don't want it to come out, um, I don't know, let's say within 24 hours, because as we learned, there's a, sort of a... A week is about right, actually. Yeah, it's, it, there's a, a, sh- a can shock that goes on in, in the first few uh, you know days or so, so you kind of do want it after that. I got a question for you. Um, for the breweries that are out there and our local breweries that may be listening, because we do have a very heavy-based brewer audience, um, what does it take to become part of the brand of the Locals to Locals? Um, essentially, reach out to me. Uh, you could contact me through social media like you guys did or uh, email contact at localtolocals.com. And I, I would really set up a meeting and really pitch the whole process to you. There is a money aspect to it, but uh, it's, it's truthfully not about money. This isn't a company I'm taking a salary from. Uh, it's really just the cost of doing business right. and helping to showcase uh, all these different breweries. But uh, I, I, truth, I truly believe there's a huge benefit not only to breweries but to bars, restaurants, and uh, beer distributors as well. Yeah, uh, I, I, agree. I, I definitely agree with that. To get it out even past the distributors and get into the bars and, and restaurants is a big deal. Yep, and that's really what I'm looking to do next and start setting up some meetings with uh, bar owners. So if any bar owners are listening out there, I'd be happy to come uh, meet with you and tell you how it could not only benefit you, and but also uh, the local breweries. Because at the end of the day, we ask people to come to our local establishments and support us because we're local. But I think it's just right that we give back to the local breweries and support them as well. Absolutely. Um, I agree and that's that. what's great about this. There's, there's no, there's nothing that says you have to do anything. The, the local beer distributors are not going to stop selling Bud and Bud Light and Heineken. No. And the local breweries are not going to stop selling to Walmart or Target or any of those places. But this is just a way for us to support one another and help showcase one another uh, in ways that have never been done before. Nice. Andrew, uh, so what is the next step besides, you know, just moving into the restaurants and bars? Is there a, a, a next, uh, 
I don't want to say plan, but is there a next level that we can get to um, that will kind of increase that kind of awareness? Uh, I mean, it's just the continuous education of what we're really trying to do. Uh, the more the logo is seen, the more people will know about it, per se. Mm -hmm. So I think beer distributors on Long Island, there's only 100 of us. Mm -hmm. there's, uh, so we're, we're kind of limited to the reach that we have. Right. But uh, local brewery or local uh, restaurants and bars, there's 2,500. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you go. Th that, th That's th really there's the, a lot the, more there. That's end game right there. And then, Yep, and then in the long run, it's really we want not only the local consumer to understand um, where they where they could buy local products or what products are truly local, but if somebody's coming to visit Long Island and be a tourist, I want them to have an avenue to go to a website or go to social media and find out what products are truly local. Awesome. Nobody needs to come to visit Long Island and see another Walmart or see another Applebee's or see another this. That's true, They yeah. want to get a true sense of what the community they're visiting is really about. And there's no better way than going to see local uh, establishments. The I, flavor, the local flavor. Yes. I agree with that because when I go on trips, and, and you know, Pete here can attest to it, the first thing we do is scout out the local breweries in the oh, area. Absolutely, we hijack our family vacations <laughs> yeah. to go to breweries and find out what that local is, and and that's truly what it is. So, could you do you think you could bring the local to locals brand nationwide and make it? You know, uh, each state has their own local to locals branding element. Is that something that could be done? Uh, that could be a very, very long, long-run goal. Uh, <laughs> I have to prove its concept and the idea locally here right. at first in New York State and. That's because it's the state that I call home and I love. But essentially, it is geared and set up uh, if we could get the right people in place mm -hmm. uh, to go. It works on a state-by-state -state basis, essentially. If right. you see this logo in New York, you know the product is local to New York. If you see the logo in New Jersey, if it gets to that point, you'll know the product is local to New Jersey. But right, right now, I, I'm just focused on Long Island specifically, New York State, um, that's why we reached out to Gun Hill Brewery. They were they, yep. they were very happy to be a part of it, and uh, they've done two beers under it: uh, West Coast style IPA, Unite or Die IPA, yep, I saw and then uh, the Tiramisu Pastry Ale, which I highly recommend if there's anybody out there that likes pumpkin beer to go Give that pick a up shot. that beer at one yeah. of the stores. As it's, a nice uh, alternative really to, to constantly drinking squashes, <laughs> orange <laughs> yeah, exactly. orange colored squash. <laughs> Andrew, we really appreciate you calling in, dude. This is awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry you couldn't make it in today from your offload or whatever you had to do today. But uh, when we have our next show, I'll be in touch with you. you come down, hang out with us, and uh, hopefully we can get one of those local to local breweries in here with you. That would be ideal. You know, either get Barry or Dubco or Greenport in here. Um, we haven't kind of reached out to all of the breweries yet. We have so many. Any breweries here? We're Close kinda, to fifty, I think. Yeah, we're now. we're we're just trying to you know wade through all of them, f the 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 startups first, and then we're going to work our way up. We've had Montauk, we've had Spiderbite, we've had Long Island, we've had Port Fire Jeff. Island. So those are yeah, Fire Island. We've had a lot of big ones in there too. Um, but now I we're trying to move our way up through all those uh, the startups to to get uh you know the story of that, and then we're gonna kind of switch over and, and move our way through some of the big boys, and uh, we'd really love to have you in with one of those guys. Yeah, we could definitely work on that, and uh, I look forward to just seeing your guys' operation. And, again, I, I appreciate you giving me the time to talk and uh, express my 
passion for this project that I've been working on. And Andrew, you did really, really well. I mean, for the first time as a call in <laughs> to a radio show, that was awesome, dude. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it may not be my expertise, but once I start uh, talking about this, I, I am truly passionate about the project and the movement per se, and really just bringing recognition uh, to any local business that's on Long Island. Awesome. All right, man. We appreciate you calling in. We'll talk to you soon. I'll Thank be out you. there on social media, and uh, as soon as we get our uh, pictures taken, and we'll promote the local locals as much as we can when we get some beers in here. Awesome. All right, buddy. Thanks, I'll Andrew. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. Later. Hey, it's Andrew from Local to Locals. I totally fucked up and said it was for my bomber jacket. I got to text him and get him back to him to get him on the phone. That'll be our next call. In the meantime, like I said, we were drinking the uh, the Industrial Arts uh, Two Roads Hibiscus I- New England IPA. What did you guys think about that one? I liked it a lot. That's amazing. That's the best hibiscus I've had so far. I yeah, mean, I've I, had a few. Very, yeah, yeah, very different best. than the Trogues one, yeah. the, the Crimson I've Pistol. I've had that one. And that I like that a lot. This is, uh, you know, you know, I was more of that New England style IPA. Yeah. A little juicy in there, and the hibiscus. Have you ever had dry hibiscus? No. So we we made a couple of drinks in our martini list and our you know drink menu with uh, hibiscus flavored liqueur and then uh, topped with a dry hibiscus, and we had this little jar of dried hibiscus flowers, and they're actually really sweet. Like you would mm. never know how excuse me how good they are once you dry them out and do the proper drying process. And I would just sit there at, behind the bar and eat them. <laughs> It was like candy. It, they are actually really, really, really good. You wouldn't think that you, you hit biscuits. You're like, ah, it's a flower. It's going to taste too floral. No, but once you dry them out right and you do the right thing to them, the, they- like The honeysuckles when you were yeah. a kid. Oh, <laughs> God, I used to fucking love those. Oh, they are really very, very good. We need a honeysuckle beer. Yeah. Ooh. So, like, can you, st- you can still taste that, though, right? That's yes. one of those flavors that like, never it, leaves you. It will wow. never leave. Yeah. It'll never leave you. Summer. That's the summer yeah. flavor, right? Fuck yeah. We need a honeysuckle beer for summer. Oh, there we go. We'll do that next time when we do a collaboration. Graz is going to pull the chocolate stout in the winter. And then we'll pull the hibiscus. Honeysuckle. I'm sorry, the honeysuckle. There you go. Uh, and <laughs> we'll do we'll do some sort of uh, you know ale or IPA or something like that with the honeysuckle. We'll make a freak variety pack. This is the work with Mike and Pete. <laughs> We're live on GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. Check it out. Give us a call five one six four six five three nine nine zero or five one six five one three zero five one five. We have the phone lines open, and like I said, we take all our calls directly to the air. We had scheduled in our friends from uh, All Sorts and Ross and scheduled in um, Andrew over there at uh, locals, Local to Locals. Uh, visit him on localtolocals.com. You can take a look at the brand and kind of what it supplies and who the people are involved are. And then you can also take a look at um, Andrew's uh, Instagram page from Hicksville Beer Distributor. It's uh, Hicksville Beer. Um, and it's on Woodbury Road in Hicksville, and he's got uh, a lot of the new releases and stuff that comes out, some great stuff, and, of course, uh, the brand-new Local Locals, which is the Barrier IPA made with cryo hops, and I thought it was Citra. I kind of didn't zoom in like I was supposed to on Instagram, <laughs> but it was made with cryo hops, and, uh, you know, like he said, it, it's really a promotion of some of the best breweries here on Long Island, and his lineup, that's a solid lineup, Greenport, yeah. Barrier, uh, Sand City, Dubco, Great South Bay. Those are the heavy hitters here on Long Island. Those are people. Yeah, those are breweries that people know. Uh, you know, particularly Sand. You know, Sand City is obviously yeah, yeah, killing it themselves. Greenport and Gunhill. I, I don't, don't want to stop talking about Gunhill, but they're not Long Island per se. But they have a strong presence in a lot of the beer distributors. They have a tremendous amount of uh, beer out there, and uh, from what I've had from them, 
Um, it, what I had, I forget what the name of it is. It was something about a street that's in and around the Gun Hill area. And it was delicious. It was, uh, I believe it was just a standard IPA. It wasn't a New England or a double or dry hop or anything like that. And it was a solid, solid beer. Well, Gun Hill Road is a street in the Bronx. That's so correct. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> no, that's what his name is. It's right, right, right off right. that. But right. you were saying it was named after a street. No, but it was another street. Different like, street. I know street. Gun Hill was maybe named. Maybe it was a cross street. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a cross street. Or it might have been just like where one of the guys grew up or something of that nature. But it, it's kind of cool. And they have, um, you know, local the locals uh, has a uh, web page uh, or an Instagram or Facebook. So just go ahead and type in local to locals, and you'll find uh, all the stuff. I'm on there right now, trying to find the closest beer to show you. Like, how fast can I get there tomorrow? <laughs> Superstar in Amityville seems to be closest. Down to me. the block yeah. from Morrison's, also, which was part of that uh, Li Craft Cares. Oh yeah, yeah. There. They were they were one of the lo- one of the bars that were involved with that, mm. and they're right down the block on Woodbury Road, also. So Absolutely, yeah, it's right on that street. Yeah, and I guess local to local is the one by the train station over there on Woodbury Road. Yep, North Fork. Yeah, Donut. yeah. If you take the uh, the back route behind. Behind Sears, uh, behind Sears, Sears, right? right. Well, the ex Sears, right there. Well, as soon as you hit Woodbury exactly. Road, yeah. How do you been know there. all that? I've been there. Before. I've been there, motherfucker. Everywhere they got Sears. good beer, I've been. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this guy follows everybody. I mean, he's following more than we do. In, in the car, studio today, I follow them in my car. <laughs> Nikki Nuts. In the studio, we got Nikki Nux. Uncle Nux is here, and he uh, brought in some beers from Queens. We're going to get to those in a minute. We're going to take a quick bake, quick break, not bake. Uh, we're gonna go ahead Maybe and pee. Too, huh? We could do that, but um, we're gonna do some peepees, and then uh, when we get back, we'll uh, take our call from uh, mybomberjackets.com. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what mybomberjackets.com, I'll give the quick promo now. Go on to mybomberjackets.com. On mybomberjackets.com, you're gonna find koozies. What amounts to koozies? But for 16 ounce beers, have you been? At a party, people have the 16 ounces, and all you have in your back pocket is a 12-ounce beer koozie. It's truly not keeping the entire beer cold throughout the entire time. So you need to go on to MyBomberJackets.com and purchase one of these. And the designs are fun. They have a beer mail, uh, a UPS logo that says IPA. They have uh, mac and cheese, Campbell's soup. Uh, these are some great you know, koozie designs. They're fun. They're enjoyable. They're a great talker at the parties. Uh, grab a My Bomber Jacket, or a Bomber Jacket in that case, a 16-ounce can koozie at MyBomberJackets.com today and for the new future. If you go on to MyBomberJackets.com and enter the promo code WART15, you will receive 15% off your order. Any orders, I believe, over $30 are free shipping. So you can buy bad. like a six Probably pack. Probably pretty easy to do. Yeah, no. If if you buy a f- six pack of bomber jackets, good you're Christmas gonna get. Gift. Good Christmas it is gift. a good Christmas gift for all those out there who are listening. Beer cozies for pint glasses. Or Hanukkah, yes, or they Hanukkah. have beer cozies for pint glasses. They have beer cozies for bottles, uh, zippered. Uh, you know, uh, what I say, twelve ounce bottle uh, koozies. All those things are available on mybomberjackets.com. This is a new product that has been hitting the. Uh, Social media web tubes for a good couple of months and years, and it only turned on to me recently when I tried to put a 12-ounce koozie on a 16-ounce beer and realized it's really not keeping the thing cold. <laughs> nope, doesn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so go to mybomberjackets.com. If you go on their Instagram, social media, it's Bomber Jacket, and you'll find they just came out with one that's Sour Skettles. I'm it's a Kettle at- Sour Goes. 
um, from the Barrel, Barrel Brothers, Brothers, so they're doing yeah. a, a yeah, collaboration. They have a uh, nice little zipped-up bomber jacket that has a wood grain on it that looks like a tree trunk. Um, like I said, Gatorade for your 12 ounces if you want to stick to that. Craft mac and cheese. Do they Kraft mac and cheese, but it says craft beer. <laughs> the ice. Uh, it's the fun. You know, pot. you go to a party, you put this on, and people are like, what are you, drinking mac and cheese? What are you doing over there? <laughs> it's a fun little talking point. So if you go onto mybomberjackets.com, type in the promo code WART, W-O-R-T-15, you will receive 15% off your order. Go ahead and do that now. This is the WORT with Mike and Pete. We'll be right back after this. This is Bill's Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the WORT. Gov's Radio. <laughs> you're listening to the WORT on Gov's Radio. Hey, uh, moron, it's pronounced the WORT. What the hell is a wort? It's pronounced the wort. What is it? The wort? Yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wort on Govs Radio. It is the wort. Not wort, not fort, not short. The wort. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Words on Govs Radio. Oh, yeah. This is The Word with Mike and Pete. We're here live on GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. We're going to get our friend from MyBomberJackets.com on the air. Um, we haven't heard from Grass tonight, which means we should get his phone call any minute now. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, we we'll did talk about get, chocolate stouts. Of course. I don't think chocolate, double, stouts, double are, chocolate stouts are in the MyBomberJacket.com, MyBomberJackets.com uh, wheelhouse. He doesn't really make beer, but he makes beautiful can koozies for our 16-ounce bombers. Uh, so, oh, and here it comes. This is the work with Mike and Pete. Who am I talking to? It's about fucking time. Oh, Jesus my Christ. God. <laughs> and that wasn't practice at all because literally you just called and I took it live to the air. What's going on, buddy? Hi, this is your this is your Nassau Suffolk correspondent. Yes, <laughs> Nassau Suffolk correspondent. You remember your title that we gave you? Awesome. What's up, Graz? Hi, Pete. I miss you. Pasta night's coming up, Pete. I'm looking forward to it. We're hanging out. Here he's got his double Everything? ticket. Everything well? Everything's good, man. I was hoping to see you at the uh, the welcome back barbecue at the uh, the school, but. Apparently, there's no welcome back barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the budget, there's no welcome back barbecue and how this year or whatever. What the... yeah. <laughs> hey, Pete, can I ask you a question? Shoot. How the fuck in God's name did you get jury duty? Dude, I I was all set. You know, I, I was all set to give uh, like uh, one of the lawyers some shit and just be like, uh, I can't stress to you enough. How much your odds of a mistrial go up if I'm on the jury? Uh, yeah, just tell them you like unicorns or something like yeah. that. You know what? It was uh, it was a judge. Like it was a judge asking the questions. So I'm like, well, she can do things to me legally. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sexy things. Dude, to I would have my oh. hand in my pocket, playing with my jerkin the whole time. That she just <laughs> over the lawyer. Uh, get this guy out of here. A little pocket pool. A little pocket pool. I would have been playing with myself. Uh. There's no fucking way I'm on jury duty. I had to go to fucking Brooklyn and shell out like 35 bucks on the for a fucking train ticket. You're getting reimbursed. The, for I that. had reimbursed yeah, for it, but yeah. 
You got to lay it out. It's just fucking annoying. It's so stupid that they bring into Brooklyn when they can. You can easily just go to your Nassau County over yeah, in Suffolk, some, someone else in the jury is from like fucking Bohemia. What the fuck? So Why she's driving be? by the fucking Central Isa courthouse. Right, literally <laughs> driving by to get to it, yeah. taking the train right by it. Hey, hey, it could have been right there two seconds ago. <laughs> Hey, is Uncle Knuckles there, too? Yeah, Uncle oh, Nux. I'm here. I'm here. Yes, Uncle Nux is here. You get in the studio, Uncle Nux, and I can't even get I can't even get an invite to that show. I told you, open invite any day. You just You've come been in. on this. You came in the last time we had Dan from Fire Island. That's true, yeah. When's Dan coming back? I don't know. We should talk to Dan. Yeah, I want to got... see how their uh, tasting room's coming, or I hope it's coming uh, soon. Are we supposed to be going to a couple of grand openings? This Red Bank one... Holy crap, that place sounds great. A, a firehouse, three breweries, whatever they do. We got to take a trip out there. Yeah, you driving, Graz? We can get the bang bus. We're taking we'll the bang bus out there or yeah. what, buddy? I'll take the bang bus out there. Hey, that's a threesome, right? What are they going on? <laughs> What's the name of that boom that they're all jumping on? That's right. And you got Red Tank from Red Bank opening up. You got uh, all sorts combining with Ross to open up. There's going to be a nice little hub there, and apparently it's a very walkable town. You can go to uh, restaurants and shops and stuff, so it'll be a nice little Saturday. All you have to do is did find a pizza met, place. Did they invite us out for the grand opening? Of course. Yeah. I, they, listen, all of those invites are open. They at, could not have been nicer. Yeah, and, and everyone this from New Jersey greatest, so far. Open this arms. Is the greatest, this is the greatest beer show ever. Work with pizza penis. I love it. Graz, I have uh, our next caller on. I appreciate you calling in. Well, let's talk shop uh, in a few days and, and see what's going on with the station. See what's going on with the show, and let's plan a trip, and let's go do something. Wow, I'm getting pushed. I'm getting pushed for another girl. <laughs> bumped, bumped. Talk I to you soon, Graz. Goodbye, Johnny. Goodbye, Johnny. Thursday night, 8 o'clock. Ooh, Goomba Johnny's coming on? Yeah, and then, and, then, uh, and then Mad Dog Russo might call it if he doesn't fucking fall asleep at the pillow with his kids. Yeah, see see, see what happened <laughs> there. Who are, are you getting on now? A fucking brewer from Poughkeepsie? Listen, I, I drink way too many high-alcohol content beers and bombers. And what happens is I fall asleep really quick, but it wasn't about that. It was just a long day, and I was having a rough go, so it wasn't what really. What, you got a jacket company coming on now? Who's coming on now? So this is uh, our friend from uh, MyBomberJackets.com. He's going to talk about his product and his brand, something that you can Get find on, on the, the phone. internet. Let me say hello to him. He's on the phone, but you can't talk to him. You know how the phones work here. You can't Caller to caller can't hear each other. So you okay, talk. So you'll ask the questions over the air. It'll work fine. All right, all right. So go ahead, Graz. What's your first question? Uh, well, let me do the intro first. Um, on the phone today, we have our owner and operator of MyBomberJackets.com. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? All right. I don't think I even got your first name. What's your name? My name's uh, Alex. Alex, what's going on, pal? How are you? What's up, man? And you're you're uh, say your name one more time. I'm Mike, and uh, we have Pete. Mike, how's it going, Alex? Yes, we co-host right, the uh, the the show. And on the phone, I have um, the, uh, let's say, station manager, Anthony Graziaday, who uh, has his own podcast here on GovsRadio.com. And so he's uh, wanted to ask you a few questions about the bomber jackets. But before we do that, let me get a little history on your company. I mean, this is an interesting product. I'm going to be honest. There's definitely a need for it out there because I've been using my 12-ounce koozies on my 16-ounce bombers, and I'm not very happy about it. So tell me a little bit about the product. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it started um, with making uh, an insulator for the 22-ounce bottle. AKA Tell them to talk bomber. lateral, tool. That's how it started. You know, no one was really making something to keep a bomber insulated. So I, I was one of the first people to make something for the bomber. And uh, I made a real solid product with a metal zipper. Okay. Um, 
you know, and I, I had a lot of people like, yeah, I love it, but, you know, I don't drink bombers. So, <laughs> What's wrong uh, with those people? Yeah. <laughs> I think you can't handle I mean, a 22. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? And But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I saw, like, I, I got into it, and uh, I learned about, like, dye sublimation. I do – one thing about my brand is I do, like, a lot of real crazy dope designs. Yeah. And uh, it's all dye sublimation. So I came I came across that, that technology, and uh, – so uh, I started, you know, expanding, you know, from the bombers, the 22 ounce to almost every size out there. Uh, my most popular size is uh, the C16. That's yes. the model. I, I call it. It's for the 16 ounce can. Yeah. Obviously, if you go on Instagram right now, you're going to see everybody's sipping out of pint cans yep. mainly yep. these days. Uh, so that's the, that's the most popular size that I offer. Uh, Some really, and that, you said dope designs. I mean, I when I saw the beer mail one. That really got me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that man. one's got to be the most popular. You sell out of those pretty quick. I, I saw, like, after we made our purchase, uh, after speaking with you, and thanks, by the way, for the uh, promo code, um, we we saw that it was completely sold out already. I'm like, I mean, we must have got the last two because those are pretty cool. Yeah, the Beer Mail, man, that is definitely the uh, one of the top sellers. Um, I actually have a Beer Mail series. Really? So I got the Beer Mail. That's the original one. Uh-huh. And then I have a beer mail two and a beer mail three, so they're like different carriers, like the beer mail oh, one. Oh, the stout from FedEx the one. UPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the IPA UPS logo is pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. So they're all parodies, obviously. But yeah. uh, yeah. So I got the whole beer beer mail series. Uh, one of them's on. Uh, well, yeah, I think a few. I think they're all on pre-order right now because everything's sold out. But uh, I'll have everything back in stock. So business is good them. then. That's awesome. Have you gotten a yeah, cease and yeah. desist order yeah, from that, uh, from the postal service? Yeah. Or? Have you gotten any anybody saying like you're taking like the the um, the, the the concept and the artwork from craft uh, beer, craft macaroni and cheese? Uh, that, you know, I, that's probably the. That's probably the one that I might, but I haven't. I've never had a. I've never it's had a cease, cease and assist letter yet. No, but, that's uh, good. And you I'm have not, the. I'm, uh, not, I'm not worried. Yeah, no, whatever. It's 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 already out there, and people are buying them up. So I'll stop as soon as they stop buying them. How about that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the FedEx scan that just says Stout. That's fantastic. Um, and the uh the the barbershop poll that came out for the 12 ounce bottle that was pretty cool too. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a concept. I was like, man, I got to do that. So, yeah, I made that happen. <laughs> and the uh, um, Supreme, um, where it's taken you know, the Supreme logo and, and to the next level, and that's fantastic. And you I might have to get that barbershop one. Last time I was in the barbershop, I had a 16-ounce beer. Did you? Nice. That, that, that would have worked out well. That what <laughs> nice. were you going to? You got the Campbell's Soup. Oh, I, had uh, a, I had a shot of Tequila Patron when I was there, too. Did so, you? Yeah. What are they, they doing at barbershops hey, now? Yeah, where are you from? Barbershops. Queens? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yo, what's up, Grass? What's I thought, up? I thought this was a double XL jacket from Baby Bomber. What is this, <laughs> like a koozie or something like that? It is. It's it's a can koozie that is fitting your new 16-ounce bottles, which are probably the most popular uh, craft beer uh, containers now, sold in four-packs and many of the beer distributors. So he's uh, found a good market for a can koozie that has now fit these 16-ounce bottles instead of the 12-ouncers. And like I said at the end of the last break, you know, my 12-ounce can koozie is not quite cutting it from my 16-ounce uh, cans. So, um, wow, I never even knew there was a market for these things. I thought I was trying to get a double XL 
jacket with some frilling in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like having a double XL jacket to go on a larger hand size. It's brilliant. Can <laughs> <laughs> we get the logo on there with the work with Mike and Pete? That's that's <laughs> the next step, buddy. We're getting there. Let me let me get there okay, first. Good. Let me weave it in there, and then we'll get your chocolate grass on. The- <laughs> <laughs> no, the chocolate starts later. Don't worry about me. All right. So you also make uh, koozies for pints, and I'm going to tell you, like I've actually used um, a 12 ounce uh, can koozie that's been a bit stretched out on my pint glasses. So tell me a little bit about this pint. I see uh, IPA in stout, so it's kind of like a play on the In and Out Burger logo, and uh, so these fit fit rather a pint glass very well. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the that's my newest model. Um, so that's the G sixteen. Um, stands for glass sixteen ounce. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that one. Yeah, that fits the sixteen ounce pint glass. Um, very like like a glove. Uh, and it also fits uh, sixteen ounce coffee cups, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, there you go. But, so it's yeah. double use. Yeah, yeah. And nice. but people, yeah, people. Are, that's a new one, and um, I'm I'm really expanding the design options on that just because. It's, it's been super popular. Yeah. Uh, I think people just like it because, you know, you can just bring it with you to the bar, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, pints get cold. I mean, they get warm, too. You know, just your 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 body temperature, believe it or not, just from grabbing, holding on to something, yes. you know, your body's 98.6 or whatever average. So, you know, that right there is, you know, warming up a, a drink. Yeah, you're just absorbing just the heat it. from uh, yeah, even if you're away indoors, from the beer. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but... uh. Yeah, so the pint, yeah, that's 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 a good seller right now. Everybody's kind of on that. I mean, no one's really doing that, no. you know, right now. Agreed. Um, and if they are, I'm doing it a little different. Everything I do, I mean, obviously koozies. I don't like to call my products koozies because no, no. they're not koozies. Yeah, they're jackets. You know, they're, exactly. So yeah, they're. I call them insulators or bombers. Nice. That's really the, the 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 you know term bombers. But uh, yeah. So I mean, everything that you know. What makes a difference between like a koozie and my product is basically the quality and the zippers. Okay. So even the can options I offer and even the pint glass size, the G16, mm-hmm. features a zipper. And I think that's something you typically don't see on a can koozie. You'll no. see it on a bottle koozie, but you won't see it on a can koozie. Yeah, because to and, try to like shove it on there, it's very awkward with a pint of beer in your hand trying to manipulate, a, it, manipulate yeah. it onto the can or the... the um, glassware itself, and it's just awkward to have a zipper there. It slides right in, zipper right up, ready to go. Exactly. Oh, cool. right. Can I get a picture of me? Too. Yeah. Go ahead, Graz. What were you saying? Can you get a picture of you? Can what? I get a picture of me in a speedo with chocolate coming out of my nipples, doggy style, some chick on a, on a on one of these koozies? God, I hope not. Oh boy. Uh, so just so <laughs> you, just so you know, uh, Graz asked, um, can we get a bomber jacket? With Graz's picture in a bikini with chocolate coming out of his nipples. And doggy what was style. the other thing? Well, let's just leave it there. In, in doggy let's just style. leave it there. Yeah, well, just so you know, Graz uh, likes to call our show and talk to our brewers about uh, creating a beer specifically uh, about him. It's a chocolate-covered uh, Graz, or Gratz, as uh, Dan Moss from Fire Island calls it. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Gratz is made with chocolate nibs. Which is very much like uh, nibs on his nipples and uh, covered in chocolate sauce, and he has yet to actually have a brewer follow through on promising him that they will make. Oh, it. I wonder why. <laughs> Not fucking one of them. Eventually, it'll happen if he bothers enough of our guests. But um, I don't think the Cancuzis will be. Oh well, sorry, the bomber jackets will be absolutely uh, a hot seller with your picture with chocolate covered grads on it. 
It would be a fucking limited edition seller. It would it would it would fucking go in, in, in a limited edition. On the opposite side but, of the ward. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, Alex, that, that is a good question. Like, can, uh, are there custom, uh, can, any custom options available? The yeah, so I'll do, and... I'll, do, um, I'll do custom starting at 50 pieces. Um, I'm starting to get a little more specific, like, on who I work with, but I'm, I'm willing to work with most companies, artists. Um, I do a lot of collaborations with, like, artists, so I use, like, a lot of, you know, we'll we'll take some someone's pattern, you know, um, and put it on my, you know, insulator. We'll do collaborations that way. But yeah, I do custom starting at fifty pieces. All right, that's good. Uh, good to know. Wants to, yeah. So if anybody would like to purchase one of these uh, bomber jackets in any form that they want, whether it be the pint glass, the twelve ounce bottle, the sixteen ounce can, or even twelve ounce cans, go on to mybomberjackets.com. Mybomberjackets.com will have a uh, a huge array of different styles and. Um, looks that you're looking for you know uh, absolutely kind of check back because as you said we have a a lot of his products are selling out very quickly which means it's gaining a lot of popularity i guess if you follow the hashtag bomber jacket you're going to see a lot of them out there with people uh putting them on their cans and taking pictures and as soon Some as those we... pretty ladies with uh with beer oh yeah with <laughs> big boobs and bomber jackets in between us that's great yeah actually i got i actually two trending hashtags um my first hashtag was beer cleavage um, nice. Is, yeah, so Who when someone's like, like got the zipper down, showing the label. Oh, brilliant! Ah, that's nice. Yeah, okay, that great. And what was the other one? Uh, the other one's uh, War on Warm. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. All, All right, right, so follow yeah, yeah. those two: War on Warm and Beer Cleavage uh, on you know your social media, and you're gonna find some people sporting their bomber jacket uh, apparel. On I'm there. touching myself here. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's that cleavage. You guys, can you guys hear each other on the phone? Yeah, I can hear him, yeah. Really? Oh, oh okay. since when did I fix oh, that problem? Oh, my God, I've been shutting up the whole time. Alex, I would have done a much better interview than this guy. Oh, no, shut the fuck no, up, that guys. was working perfectly until we realized that he Damn did. it, I shouldn't have blown up my own spot and just had... <laughs> God damn it. You had to ask that question. Damn it, I did have to... Like, you guys can't hear each other, can you? Since when did that happen? <laughs> you well, fixed it so good, now everybody can... We can all join in. That's right. <laughs> Well, Alex, I appreciate uh, the phone call in, and, and definitely uh, all of our listeners, go out and grab yourself a six-pack of the Bomber Jackets, uh, Bomber Jackets, mybomberjackets.com, in the promo code type in WART15 to get 15% off your Bomber Jackets. And uh, hopefully, and like I said, we bought ours, uh, hopefully you guys go out and get them because I'm telling you, you're going to need them in the uh, fall, in the spring, in the summer. Your 16-ounce cans yeah, at the festivals, your cans get warm quick, dude. I, I noticed that I'm, about the 16 ounces. Like 12, I can crush and be done with it. But 16 ounces takes me an extra few minutes, and that extra few minutes means the difference between a cold and a warm beer. And I don't want to end up throwing out any you know, extra ounces of oh, my beer. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Alex, can I buy in bulk? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I do, uh, I do like, uh, I'll do deals on like a, a mixed case if you want to do a... Uh, you know, if you want a, a mixed case of 12, I do a deal on that. That's awesome. Um, I, I might do that for Vital or for the Library Cafe, Michael. It's not a bad, yeah, you a gotta, bad idea, you know. Yeah, you got to do like a minimum 50-piece order with them, a little custom, and do the Vital logo and have it, you know, like um, step and repeat around it because he does a really great job with that. And, uh, yeah, and then you can get it out to all your customers, make nice Christmas gift like Nicky Nux said. Uh, that's what I'm going to do, and I got 50% off if I mention the word, right? 15, 15, 15. Wart 15. I said 15. I'm okay. sorry. Am I stuttering? No, but you're well, on the phone. Well, kind of. I mean, kind of, a little bit. 
Go fuck yourself, Pete. All right, Alex, I appreciate the phone call, Thanks man. Thanks for calling in, Alex. This is, uh, yeah, no, no man. problem, man. And hopefully we can get some of our listeners out there buying, buying the jackets. And, uh, you know, you call in, and if you ever come closer to New York, come in and hang with us for one of our shows. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get some of the breweries on board, too, and they can sell them out of their breweries. I like that G16, that pint glass uh, <clears throat> yeah. insulator. That's, it is uh, key. Right? Cause I, where I, is he? O'Toole, uh, 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 where is he? Alex, where are you located? I'm out of St. Louis. St. Okay. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. I Midwest, love New York, sure. though. Yeah. Your fucking football places. team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a football team. Yeah, yeah. they moved. Uh, <laughs> why? I'm trying to say it. it sucks. You ain't got one. <laughs> now, Grass does a uh, sports talk show, so whenever it comes up and... Uh, he can uh, wait a minute. Make him feel welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a football guy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, he's a beer guy, and that's what we care about. St. Louis, the home of Anheuser Busch, correct? That's right. That's man. right. That's right. But we don't we don't talk about that too much here on the show. It's all about the uh, craft beer. So, uh, thanks again, Alex, for calling in. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll be in touch with you, and hopefully, we can get uh, some people turned on to the product. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, man. I'll Thank talk to you, you soon. I appreciate it. You got it. Alex, I hope you missed the playoffs in baseball. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Alex is gone, Grez. <laughs> what? I, I, I forgot they didn't have a football team, but I figured out I hope you missed the playoffs in baseball. I don't know where the Cardinals are. Huh? I'm not are quite sure. Are they not in St. Louis anymore? No, no, the Cardinals, the no, no, the Rams the moved out to L.A. Oh, okay, okay. But the Cardinals are there, and I don't know where they are in the standings. That's what I meant. You oh, know, like okay, whether okay. they're, they're going to make it. They're four games out of the wild card. All right, so they're, they're close. They're not going to make it, though. It's, it's a tough they're race. Not I don't watch like ten sports. games left. <laughs> no, they're not going to make it. So uh, who would you have on besides those Brewers, Michael? All right, so to give you the wrap-up, because we're ending our uh, sure. stint here at the Wirt, a podcast. Um, this, is early. this is pretty early. We can go another hour. We didn't even talk to Knuckles yet. I'm just wrapping up yeah, with what? you. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Knuckles, you get your own fucking segment after I get it. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm a special guy. He, he will get his own. What are you going to tell him? Uh, well, I'm going to Astoria this weekend. I'll be at uh, the one on Astoria Boulevard. I don't do Astoria to too do, uh, much, man. I go into Ridgewood and Bushwick. I went out to the Lower East Side this weekend. I've been all over the What's place. What's your favorite one, Knuckles? My favorite, favorite one? one? In Queens. Bridge and Tunnel in Ridgewood. All right, because I'm in Long Island City during the day, and it gets boring over there. Go over to so Wyckoff. Go over to go. Take the Jackie Robinson over to Exit Four. <laughs> you go to Finback over there. That's a good one. Yep. And then you get back on the Jackie Robinson and get off at Exit Two over there by Cooper Avenue, and you take that over to so Wyckoff. Why don't you come? I'll come pick you up one day, dude. Let's and do the it. Two of us will go out and we'll. And then we'll call it to Michael and tell him how much the show sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 grass and nuck show. And you got to call it something other than the word. I wanna, actually, I want to take Mike and Pete with us, Graz. I want to go on a big tour over there. Once Evil Twin opens up, they're going to open up another one, Evil Twin. It's like world-renowned over there in that area. We're going to do a big tour over there. Got Queensbury, Bridge and Tunnel, and Evil Twin. Nick, I'll do, the right thing. I'll do the right thing for, for everybody. Trust me. We're doing, we have something to do with Michael. If it has something to do with Pete, and then, uh, you know, we have to throw Michael in, I'll deal with it, okay? All right, you so do I'll, I'll, I'll do the right thing with the bus, all right? All right? If, we have to have, if we have to have everybody in the bus and put Michael in the car behind us, I'm happy about it. Is there a sidecar side for the car. bus? <laughs> yeah, it's called an Uber, and I'll just be Ubering behind the bus the entire time. 
Watch Mike, every. I, I know you want to get you off, but I got to tell you something. I don't want to get you off. You're good. To... You want him to get you yeah. off. No. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> oh, hey. Do I really want him to get you off? Now, listen. No. You texted me today about a limo, yet I can't get an invite in there. It's starting to get hurtful, Michael. Dude, I open invite. You know when I'm having a show. Just How come in. How fast can you get here? How fast can you get here? No, he's, now, he's not available right now. Pete, I think Pete pushes me away. No. What? I, I know that I know that Pete's the talent on the show, but <laughs> he pushes me away. He Maybe if you called him Pete spotlight. the Pimp instead of Pete the Penis, man. No, no, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the Penis. I the word with the Pimp and the Penis. <laughs> Listen, let me let me let me put you into the mood here, really quick. All right, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and walk into a bar. All right, so now we're in the bar. Could you play a song for me? No. And closing please, time. Play closing time by Semi Sonic. <laughs> I was going to set up fucking one-hit wonders. Michael, I, was... I want to ask you a question, yeah. Michael. Go ahead. You, do you like this for my opening song? Could you play Rush the Flute just a couple of seconds? I want to think, I want to know your expertise on my opening song from here on in for Limo Talk. Would you do that for me on the work? What, I, what is, what is what? it called? Rush, the, the, the flute song. Okay. Let me set up my little story that I want to do. So we're walking into a bar. Music's playing. Right, it's closing time. Yep. Yep. Bang bus is uh, parked out front. Ralph, Val's out. Val's out. Yeah, fucking complaining over Go ahead. Right, and so we walk into the bar. What are you ordering for everybody? What's What's the beer you think we're all gonna want to drink? What bar are we going to? Uh, anywhere in LIC that's like a nice little you know hole in the wall that has some good craft beer list. We're going to all get, I'm going to let everybody order a pale ale. Mm-hmm. That's about a 6.9 uh, Indian pale ale. Okay, very from, specific. Uh, from Stonehenge. How's that? Stonehenge. Stonehenge. <laughs> when I hear Stonehenge, I think of that shitty fucking strip club that used to be in like, yes, that, North Valley. That was knocked down Highway. due to infestation of rats and roaches. Was that on Sunrise Highway? What was that on Sunrise Highway? I think I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been there at least once. <laughs> Me too. I thought that was a bikini bar, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> might have been half half naked. It's fine. I th- I've thankfully missed that place. Yeah, well, no one really not missed, missed it. it. I, I miss it. Was <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Uh, listen, we will we'll put something together and we'll all go out. I, I know we've been doing it, uh, saying it for a while, but we really do have to do it. And as the winter months come upon us, and we all can't just go to the beach and have barbecues. We're gonna find something to do, and, and we'll we'll make it happen. Can I hear my song, and then you can get me off? What was it called again? I'm sorry. The fl- oh my god, for the fourth. How many drinks have you yes. had, Dum Dum? Hey, I'm trying. I'm putting closing time Four. in. Four. So. Russ, the flute song. Russ, the flute song. Yeah. Is that the full like- name of it? Yes. Okay, so this is your intro to the to your to your show now. Yes. This is uh, this is something, Grass. Is it rap? Yeah, it's rap. Oh. Nope, I'm out. Little trap. I like it. I like it. Ooh, he's cursing. All right. Very sprinkler system esque. I guess you don't like it then. No, I, I listen as a, as an engineer. 
And as a music lover, I, I really do not like current rap. It's all the same note and tone to me. Uh, but I do appreciate some of the lyricists still out there. So I got to separate the music from the lyrics and really listen to what he's saying, uh, I, which means I really got to sit down and listen to it, which I don't have time for right, right now in the middle of our show. But I uh, hate it, Graz. I just want to... Do you want there. me to load it into the uh, I, well, system for you? you? Like? What would you like, uh, Mike? Uh, Pete? What do you you like that headbanging thing, right? Sure do. Throw a little in flames in there. I'll, I'll listen to it. If Michael could put it up, I'll hang up. In flames, out, everything's gone. Of both worlds. I got this for you. Fuck yeah! I like this. Yeah, it'll That's get a, a good intro. It'll That's get a, a little intro. harder. Yeah. That's a good intro. We can all get behind this. Nick, you like it, Nick? I like it. I like it. I do like the flute song, too, but this is a good intro. The flute song kind of spun me for a loop there for a moment. This will amp you well, up. Well, that's what guys. it's supposed to do. No, this is going to amp you up. You need this. This is yeah. what you need. This is pregame music before you go into a Giants game. Yeah. And just freaking Clash of the Titans kind of shit. Start your show. It's going to amp just you up. Just wake up in the morning. Not that yeah. you need it. But <laughs> <laughs> Have you a know, coffee. Whatever. Blasting in the kitchen. Making French toast hey, Nick, to this. If you ever want to come into our top quality show, Thursday <laughs> night, limo talk. I'm invited? You're Buckle up, folks. Invited. You have an open door policy. You're the best, guys. <laughs> My dad used to drive a taxi. Pete's allowed in anytime, too. Michael has to call in advance. Okay. <laughs> he, he can only call in. He's only allowed to call in. All of a sudden, I became the booker <laughs> here, and I, I'm not the booker at all. <laughs> Mike, I, I love you. Thanks, Pete. Nick, take care of yourself. The work with Mike and Pete, the greatest beer show in the United States. <laughs> love you, buddy. I'll talk nice to you soon. Nice calling, Grass. Good talking, Grass. All right, buddy. See you later. Later. All right, so we, uh, as we had our phone calls on, we were cracking some beers, and I don't know if anyone on our YouTube page can see it, but uh, we just pulled together the Bridge and Tunnel, the, uh, the Brett IPA. Yes. The, the Sour Brett. Sour Brett IPA. And what do we think about it? I mean, Bridge and Tunnel makes tart. some good. It's yeah, it's tart. It's but it definitely tart. has, like, that IPA back end. So when yeah. I first got it, I'm like, ooh, sour. And then I'm like, ooh, bright. And then I'm like, ooh, IPA. It was like a three-stage process that I went through. And you, you almost saw it on my face. Yeah, the tartness really comes through a lot. It's a very sour IPA. As opposed to the other sours I've had, I can actually have two of these as opposed to yeah. just one. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, we're only having them in our tasting glasses no, it's today. Good. But like as for a full pint that we may drink, it is definitely a drinkable one that you're not like, oh, I don't know if I could do much more of this, you know, that kind of thing. I can um, drink a ton of these. If you pull. <laughs> there you go. And then pull that back down. There you go. Um, so we, Bridge and Tunnel has, uh, we reached out to them, by the way, Nick. Okay. And Rich oh, has gotten back to us. Yeah. Cool. And that's another one that we uh, have uh, have on our radar that we need to get in here and, and talk to. because He's got some good stories. Yeah. and His and startup I, is, a, is a good story. Well, you and I startup. had spoken with him very, very briefly at the City Fest. Right. Um, you know, just giving them compliments on that sour porter that we had and some of the other stuff they've been brewing. And you go in there quite often. Yeah, and he actually will serve you sometimes in, while he's there. So uh, there are occasions where he'll be in he's there. He's hands-on. He'll tell you stories. Absolutely. Yeah. And everything in there is uh, it's very cozy, especially, you know, we're coming this time of year. Yeah. That's the type of place you want to go to. It's a very cozy place. It's not as big as some of the other places. You right. can still see all the works. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, what a selection of beer there. Amazing selection. And it's not IPA heavy. There's a large variety, and uh, and everything tastes good. I really love that place. So you said you went down over to Finback this past week and, and 
give us our review on what you saw there and what they're doing re, uh, most recently. Yeah, well, Finback had a uh, latte uh, stout. It was a coffee coconut stout. Mm. That was delicious. Uh, I, I was going to bring that four-pack in here. Yeah, no, We I, didn't do that. I said, like, Pete, Pete's not the Pete's stout not fan. Pete's not a coffee stout guy. No, but, definitely not uh, coffee. So we went with a Kolsch. We're going to try that again. Yes, Are we all yeah. done with this now? We yeah, can I'm, try good, it I'm now. done with you the, the bread was good. Yeah, it's a good lead into yeah, it. Yeah, let's do absolutely. It. Let's we'll open up some Kolsch from, was it Finback, right? Yeah, calls from Finback. So uh, we're going to uh, put up on our Instagram a bunch of the pictures of the beers we drank tonight so you can kind of see what we're working with here. Um, and that includes some of the Saranacs that we started the show with when we were talking with John from Ross. Um, some this of the Saranacs cool. that we had were uh, really good. I like their variety pack. And you know what? One of the first variety packs that came out that was um, around this time, the Oktoberfest heavy um, seasonal type uh, multi-pack was Saranac. Yeah. You know, you didn't have so much uh, Blue Point coming out with theirs yet. You didn't have uh, Great South Bay having theirs yet. Um, Saranac was one of those first ones. And you could find it in, like, BJ's and the wholesalers yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. And they were all solid beer. I would get one, i go, wow, this whole case, everything I like in here. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. That, I, I also like that. So, um, like, Brooklyn and Sam Adams put out, you know, decent uh, variety yes. packs over here. Correct. But, like, you're going to get two or three of, you know, Boston Lager or Brooklyn Lager and, like, those are good you can beers, have those. but like, uh, yeah, I can have I, those anytime. I don't want that in a variety Correct. pack. I want something that's seasonal in the variety pack. So in this that's variety what I like pack, about Saranac, there's nothing that's, you know, uh, Adirondack Lager is is not in there. It's, right, it's just for for uh, seasonal beers. So, so what I, were the like seasonal that. beers Very that we had in that? It was the so I, we had the I, black the Black Forest uh, Schwarz beer. I love that, which is great. Love it. I, big fan of that. Yep. Uh, their Oktoberfest. Yes. Uh, we didn't get to there's a, there's a Pilsner in there. What was the uh, Das Boot? And then Das Boot is a Vienna Lager. I had one of those. That was pretty good. Yeah, I like Vienna Lagers as well. Yeah. And they're all coming in around about just above a five. Yeah. Average. So it's it's drinkable, drinkable. beers. Yep. The uh, Schwartz beer is my favorite. Though. The Black Forest is is really good. That's, that's one of my favorites. That's an underrated style. Not a lot of people do that. I saw Long Beach is doing a, a, yes, a Schwartz and we, beer. Yes, and we really have to get those beers in here because uh, I know you and I both reached out to them when they yeah. posted that stuff and said, "Hey, this is this right up both of our alleys." That's, that's it's the a kind of stuff underrated style. Not a lot of people do it, right? Um, but it's a so solid good. beer. It's I mean, amazing. anyone that's amazing. done it, I've liked it. Last so, year when I was up at uh, Mount Snow for the Oktoberfest. Uh, Stone Corral, yeah, um, up in Vermont, did a did a Schwartz beer that was really good. That uh, black it, lager, yeah, no, really good, yeah, very very good. So uh, Nux is uh, pouring out some of the Krolsch here, and this is um, this is uh, Brightfield. That's what this is by Finback. Mm-hmm. Nice can. Huh? I like the art. Let me see this. Is. Smells good. Like that, and down. it's go. hard to see on the YouTube That's page. Our HD camera is just really very very good, and so it's very small. HD. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I guess projecting at 720, so still on the bleeding edge of SD to HD. Um, Brightfield, yeah. Again, I think Finback's very well known for their can art as well. Yeah. Very acknowledgeable, very identifiable when you see them in the the distributors. And so you said they had uh, a bunch of different ones. They had a bunch of IPAs, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, double IPAs. Uh, Again, you know, I go for... Other than IPA, so I went yeah. with the stout. Yeah. I looked at the. I had the latte. I did have one. I had their finback. So wait, IPA. the la- the latte. Say that again. What was the coconut coffee? Uh, uh-huh. It's it's not too strong, so you might like it, Pete. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's not too heavy coffee flavored, and it's like a breakfast almost. It's mm. it's as it's, it's light as a breakfast stout. So the breakfast stouts with a nice clean finish. Right. That's how this kind of finished over there. And really after nice. what we just had, the Krolsch here has like that really 
over-the-top bread feel almost, Does right? It? Do you feel that, that maltiness in the Krolsch? I think that's what separates it out. It's also sort of hazy, too, v- as yeah. opposed to what your normal pills would look like. It is very clear that's and see-through. Delicious. This has got some, uh, I guess, thickness to it. This is the first time I'm having it too. I just bought it. Oh, you didn't? I you didn't, didn't even try it at the taste room. And I am oh. enjoying this a lot. This is yeah, it's nice. good. It's got very bready, definitely like different said. and definitely something. Um, Not so much. No, that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things that it's, it's, I, you know we're probably we drinking so many different things tonight. Yeah, yeah. between all the, the sour bread <laughs> and uh, we're all over the place tonight. Schwartz beer and the yeah. New England IPA with hibiscus yep. and the sour bread. Yep. Honestly, I don't order Kolsch, but this is a delicious Kolsch. I have to say. I mean, I, I've had it on occasion, and I think uh, the only other one I had was from Barrage, the the honey Kolsch. Yes. Uh, was yeah, they had one in the morning. I think uh, <laughs> it's right? such a crazy. Yeah, honestly, this is really good. This is turning me on. A little bit. I might oh, have to buy some more. I got a little bone. You want here. someone to touch hey, you in the morning? You know what I mean? I'm gonna need to get off like grass. Hey, you know I mean? <laughs> uh, it's the work with Mike and Pete. We're live on GovsRadio.com. Give us a call 516-465-3990. Talk a little beer and uh, tell us where you've been at in the last few weeks as we wrap up here in our two and a half in our third hour in the third hour here of our radio program, uh, and we're tasting a whole bunch of different stuff. And we got uh, Uncle Nux, Nicky Nux in the studio here talking about uh, some of the Queens beers. So you've been to Finback and you've been to Bridge and Tunnel. What do you think uh, after Bridge and Tunnel would be like your second favorite? Second, uh, you know what? Finback is probably my second favorite. I started going there first, but uh, I do like both of those. They're in the, the general vicinity of each other, and they hmm. both make a large variety of beer. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree I like with you on that. that. And I really do like that. Uh, KCBC and uh, Bushwick is very good too. Kings and we've County. had a bunch of that here in the studio. Uh, that's one of the ones that uh, I'm really into because they've had. Uh, first of all, it's immediately seen in the stores because of its can art, uh, and then their collaborations are right on point. So between all of that, I think we have a uh, phone call really quick. Let's yeah, take that. that. Is this is the work with Mike and Pete. Who do we got? Michael, it's me. Okay, what's up? <laughs> Sorry to bother you. I apologize. That's no, okay. Pete. I love you. That's what a really great cool. job, Pete. Keep it up. Nick. Yes, sir. I'm sorry to bother you. <laughs> Don't I, be sorry. Uh, it, it's cut to the point now. Where we've been talking about I've been in the area in the air for two and a half years, and I'm doing starting to do beer tours. You seem to know more than any one of these two fucking yogis. <laughs> <laughs> so if I want to do if I want to do a beer tour from Farmingdale, it's the buses coming out of Farmingdale, probably the Library Cafe, and I want to go to two places. In, in, it doesn't matter if it's going to be fucking Poughkeepsie and then over the Red Bank and then whatever. But I want to do it on the island. So it could be Dolly Springs or whatever. What do you recommend? I get. I'm. I, I don't know, man. Let's see. What? Is, let's see. You want to leave out of Valley Stream, or you want to L- go from limited, Farmingdale no, to Valley Stream? Limited to Queens. From from Farmingdale to Queens. What are the two breweries you should hit up in Queens? Or, right. or, Farming, or Farmingdale out to Suffolk County, or even somewhere. What is your perfect? If, if you were to do a, a, a like beer a tour, tour, like a tour in, in, in Suffolk to Nassau County. What would you tell me to go to two, three breweries? The con- Where would I go? They're concentrating in a lot of places now, guys. You know what I mean? Out there in Bayshore, like, what do they have? They got the Dubco, like the Fire five. Island, and... Uh, Dubco, Great South Bay, Fire Island, Brewers Collective, soon-to-be Hopwinds. Sekatog is opening up in West Islip, which is down, you know... Yeah, it's not too far away. away. Yeah. Skip it a jump. What you guys got to do? I'm tired of this bullshit. I've, I've got people... Graz, you got to go to... Uh, you got to do go a to, few of them. You got to do, do a few uh, of the tours. And Sand City. 
That's a popular one. You could one. do a North Shore Trail. Yeah. You could do, uh, you could do Huntington. Oyster, Garvey's Point, Oyster Garvey's Bay, Point, Oyster Huntington, Bay, Sand Northport. City. You go all along, oh, right down 25. Right down 25. You just shoot up north in each town. Okay. And you go from yeah. Garvey, you go Glen Cove, Oyster Bay, Huntington, and then Northport. You go out, then you could, if you want to go make it a whole day thing, you go out all the way out to Port Jeff. And no, then Greenport. The and then Greenport. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, okay? I, we want to. You know, there's like you guys. Now, I'm listen. This this show is getting so popular that I have to make sure that my hosts, uh, Pete and his sidekick Michael, are able to are able to get home at night. And I know that they're getting. The <laughs> You're driving. You're that, driving. <laughs> no, but we got to get home from Farmingdale eventually. <laughs> no, so Not I door to door service. Thing, which is about 20 miles out from Farmingdale. Right. So tell me what the what two of them would be, please. 20 miles out from Farmingdale. Michael. I, I mean, I'm Sand gonna, City. Uh, yeah, I'm going to jump in and say it, it. Sand City is small, so if you're going to do like a Friday Saturday night, it's going to be packed it's a Saturday out. Saturday and Sunday. It's a Saturday and Sunday. Sunday would be easier, be but Saturday would be a rough one because they do have a very limited amount of space at so Sand City. Give me somebody else then. So then I would say, uh, as a quick tour on a Saturday, you're better off going to Bayshore because you can hit up uh, Dubco when they first open, and then you can go over to Great South Bay. And they have a huge facility at Great South Bay where you can sit and hang for a while. There's a tremendous amount of space to roam, so you can bring in a number of people. You know, 20, 30 people wouldn't even be a drop in the bucket there. Incorporate a bar Dan, that has food in Dan between. Too. I want to see Dan. I want to, I, want to, I want to be able to see Dan every once in a while if I go out there because I like that guy. That yeah, Dan, Dan is actually at the Great South Bay facility. Uh, his tasting room is off the back end. So well, what? There's not a tasting Dan room. Dan Moss for president. Well, he will be. He, yeah. he will have a tasting room off the back end. It's actually there, and the, and everything's there. It's just a matter of, in my opinion, uh, as I was talking to uh, Kerry from All Sorts, um, that there is uh, uh, he's doing a lot of contract brewing. So I think he's more focused on that because he's making money not even trying to do anything than actually opening his tasting room and having staff and all the other things that go with that. I'm just talking out of out of place here, but I also think there's probably some sort of licensing thing that he's still working on and whatnot. So there's probably a couple of hurdles in the way, but he's definitely there a lot. And so if you start bringing a bus in and talking to him about it, I'm sure he'll end up somehow squeezing his beer in there. There's no doubt about it. All right, it. so we're going we're gonna to text each other. But what I also get out of this whole show, out of everything, and I hope your wife is listening, that you'll fucking seem to be brilliant at maybe doing a brewery. So somebody should take you and have them run that, you know, the fucking brewery and the restaurant and then me outside like a chicken soup. It would work, <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I don't have an, any more time. I just retired as a bartender after 20 years. I'm not going to start picking. You're not pick, at the campaign house anymore? Uh, no, I retired. I, I worked my last shift a few weeks ago. I'm on call if I ever am needed, but more than likely I'm probably not going to end up being a uh, couple of shift a week bartender anymore. Uh, my services it's about are time. Yeah, well no kidding. I my kids are starting to grow up and I need to spend a little bit of time with them and uh eh. my wife and I are in a good place uh you know where I don't need necessarily the extra cash anymore. It'd be, it was definitely nice, but I definitely don't need it and I think it it's looks stuffy. It looks stuffy. I was outside on Friday night I was going to come in there oh, yeah? in my shorts and a t-shirt and a giant hat and everybody had jeans and a fucking long shirt on and had the lights were on really bright. I'm like I'm not going into that. The campaign place. house? Oh, it was like, yeah, about 11 o'clock. The light was on real bright. I'm like, I'm not going in there. Yeah, I they, want they, darkness. They don't make it, they don't make it into darkness. a club. It's a restaurant with a nice bar. So that's the, the strategy there is their, their kitchen is unbelievable. 
And then they I heard just, the food's great there, bro. Yeah, and then they host, um, uh, uh, you know, some beer drinkers uh, a little later, but they don't stay open late night. They're not a late night spot. You get some papadels afterwards. It's, yeah. it's done. You're retired. You're retired from that. I am. I'm retired from that, and uh, from that, I don't need to pick up another whole position uh, that would. I have a position for you. Is it here I at Gov's Radio? No. What? What was that? <laughs> Is it here at Gov's Radio? Yes. I have a position for limo talk. I want you to take. I want you to become the producer of limo talk. How's that? Um, I can I can handle uh, some of that, but I'm going to need uh, some sort of partner in crime. I'm gonna, you're going to be compensated. I want you to do the advertising. All right. I want well, you to do the. I'm not a great. Uh, we can talk about. I know. We're talking I know. About I know. But I'm not a great advertiser. We're we're just actually. We just crossed over the 900 followers mark on Instagram, which is a, a big thing for oh, us. Oh, fuck you, We're cruising. We're cruising. Ah, this game. We're cruising in on a thousand. We're gonna do a 1K giveaway, I think, once we get our bomber jackets in and whatnot, and uh, kind of cross promote with that. Um, we, have, we, have a, <laughs> we have a couple of uh, people dick. that are. I, I, you know what? This was supposed to be me. I fucking was supposed to be me. Oh now my it's goodness! A thousand followers. You're a part of this. Listen, we have a we have a very niche product that we're uh, peddling out to our brewers and our craft beer lovers, and they're, they're peddling is a good term for it. Yes, we are peddling our wares to our audience members and our listeners. Yeah, you're probably fucking blowing half the brewers to get them on. Oh, I mean, hey, right. you got to do what you got to do, Graz. All right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> No answer out of that one. <laughs> Crickets. I don't even get a little. That was a good one. Uh, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going Anything to. Anything to make fun of you, Michael. Yeah, all right. What it's about. Oh yeah, how about this? The doctor is in. That's right. Doctor O'Toole is here. He's going to discuss some. <laughs> is that uh, for the other show? Yeah, it's. A, there's, uh, I loaded a whole bunch of new stuff in here. Good lord. Yeah. Oh, so, I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, we we'll, we'll try to put something together for you. Um, I do want to. I do want to explore that idea of doing a brew bus. That's that's not not a bad I'm, idea. I want you to in do the it. Nassau I'll County have area. You take a piece you the work the work could, could be the co fucking owner of the of the of the tour. And you could put Nick as the treasurer if he wants to throw in a fucking uh the koozies with the work on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick can be the host on the bus. Like do you have a speaker system where MC? you can announce what's going on on the bus? Uh good evening. This is Nick exactly. Nick Nichols. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's on your left, on your left you have uh, Dubco, and on your right you have uh, Fire Island Brewery. <laughs> well, no, we're gonna put Nick up. We're gonna put Nick up in the news helicopter, and he's gonna report from oh, uh, God, in the that, air. Oh, Do you have a Nick? helicopter sound? Yes, Nick is. Uh, go ahead and take over a look at over White Cough Avenue. Yeah, we're over White Cough. There we go. And uh, you'll see down below that I have uh, lots of things that you can see, including <laughs> some breweries. And we're going to go ahead and land our helicopter right here on Bridge and Tunnel. And, uh, a lot of women down there. Nobody's got a bra on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll, we'll talk a little later, and we'll discuss uh, in the details as we go along. There is no discussing. You're taking over my advertising. <laughs> tell, tell your wife you got a third job. Oh, great. <laughs> She's not going to accept that one. I'm going to have to break it to her gently. You tell your wife from home. <laughs> your, it, wife, it, your wife likes me. She thinks I'm the funny. She part does. Of the she show. thinks you're the, the funny part of the show. She doesn't think I'm funny. Uh, she thinks Pete is mildly yeah. interesting, and then she definitely no, thinks think you're Pete the best is thing. Very funny. I think you're a dud. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Bro, you know, you know what I like is you sit back and let the brewers talk for like thirty minutes. Yeah. Yes, thirty minutes into the show, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about the next hour and a half. No, that's fine. I, we had plenty of things lined up tonight, so we, we made it happen. 
And that's why I brought Knuckles in. Knuckles uh, is very informative about his Queens and Brooklyn beers, and we have him come in and uh, bring us some beer and talk a little bit about it. And we're going to continue that as soon as we hang up with you. Bye, Knuckles. No, Take care, Graz. We're going to do that tour soon. Please, hey, Michael, give him my number or, or vice versa. Text it to me, and I'll reach out to him. I will. He's going to set up the great American to work with Pete the Penis Tour. <laughs> I'll come in and talk some sports and limo talk, too. There you go. Nick knows his sports. Dude, you wanna, listen, I got... I got I'm a driver. Johnny. I drive all over the place. I know I got a lot of stories about the road. We got Goomba Johnny, Mike Nicolia, uh, Matt Alvalo, Inzi's coming in. Hector's, Hector just got a major part in some show. So with the, the uh, B-Mel and, uh, B-Mel and uh, Thomas got little, little sports clips going on now. We're, we're moving into the next century. That's right. GovsRadio.com. Awesome. We're moving up. Wow. Is there a holiday here in the city? Is it Yom Kippur? It is, is it? it is. It is. Tonight, they're all home there's by... A lot they're, of, all, there's a lot of Jewish they're people. They're all home. No, they're all <laughs> they home by they're dark. <laughs> they've got no work. Those people. You know, that's why... I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's really why I wanted to do a show tonight. He's off tomorrow, dude. Because every person that is Jewish is in their home, and what else are you going to do but listen to the, the word with Mike and Pete? I don't think they can play the radio. You think they're awful? They're not even on the Well, there goes my epic fail. But you're off tomorrow, aren't you? I am off tomorrow see that so that's right. why you don't mind running there's no waking up here. for me tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna hear that that's tomorrow no, the kids are gonna be all over yeah all that that sound a little different you don't need that all right buddy we'll talk just, to you soon that's a lot of jewish people <laughs> <laughs> see you later later, later mazel tov that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony Grazzi Day from Limo Talk uh, right here on Gov's Radio. Let me give you the quick lineup of what's going on here on Gov's Radio before we start uh, drinking our faces off and getting out of here. Um, so on Monday nights, we have Dr. Love. Doctor, I'm sorry, take that back. I got the programming wrong. I have it memorized. Hold on a second. Uh, Monday uh, through Friday, we have our friends over at Knock'em Dead Comedy, Tony and Eric, with uh, Sally is going to be in the studio from 11 to 1 o'clock every single day. We also have uh, Steve Squared happening on Monday, every other Monday, starting on uh, September 17th. That was yesterday. Uh, from 7 to 8, they'll be on um, talking uh, a little bit about everything. One's an actor, one's a comic, one's a whatever. Um, throughout the week, we have a bunch of podcasts uh, at night. Rotating Limo Talk is every other Thursday, opposite uh, Planet Comedy. They'll be on. That's Hector Luis's show. Uh, as Graz just said, he just got a major part, so I'm sure that's something interesting to tune into this upcoming Thursday. Um, we also have uh, uh, Dr. Love, like I mentioned. it was uh, Dr. Love is going to be on Tuesdays from 8 to 10. We have the Dan show. Uh, I forget his last name. Um, Tea Time with Teresa is happening now on Tuesdays uh, right after the Knock 'em Dead comedy. So from 1 to 3, it's Tea Time with Teresa. And she's an, uh, a comic that uh, is going to speak about, you know, various uh, women thoughts. So if you're a woman and you're listening various to our show. women thoughts. I don't know. Various women <laughs> thoughts is all I can come up with without trying to be and sound sexist. Various things that women talk about. That didn't sound too sexist. She will no. talk about. It's Tea Time with Teresa. Do me a favor. Go to GovsRadio.com. Check out all our podcasts. There's links to all their uh, YouTube, social media, and stuff like that. They'll have posts up there. Also check out uh, the YouTube pages. Um, social media, all that other good stuff. This is the word, just so you know, if you didn't know. And we want to really thank our guests uh, coming in. Nick, dude, this has been uh, a hell of a time. 
Awesome. Thanks for bringing in some uh, no, good happy to be here. Uh, yeah. Queens beers from Bridge and Tunnel and Finback. About time we had you in studio. As yeah, well as yeah on instead of yeah. on the phone all the time. You see how hard it is to deal with people on the phone? Not at all. This was great, man. All right, cool. Time flies. This, you guys it is. Fun. It's two and a half hours in. And it's like, just, it does fly it by. Always fly, especially when you're sitting here drinking and you know catching a buzz. Drinking um, with friends. That's what it's that's it, it, buddy. Man. Um, we thank Anthony Grazzi today because if I didn't thank him first, I'm going to get another phone call on the way home saying you didn't even thank me. But thank you, Anthony, for calling in and giving us our comic relief. We are going to explore that concept of having our own brew tours, the work tour. That'd be cool. In through the Nassau to Queens, potentially northern Suffolk and Nassau areas. Some great breweries up there that we mentioned. Also, uh, we really want to thank John from Ross Brewing. That was awesome for them to call in. Kerry and Dan from all sorts, they're all combining, like I said, to make a Voltron of a brewery, and that will create some really great buzz in the town of Red Bank, New Jersey. And really buzz patrons. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. Buzz. Are you going to be talking about buzz cuts, like scissors? No, the buzz will no, bring buzz. them in. leave with a the buzz. They're Oh, the buzz. They're the serving alcohol. Pres- I got the it now. I'm sorry. It went way over my head. And it shouldn't have, but it did. I apologize. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, we want to thank uh, uh, Alex from My Bomber Jackets for calling in. Andrew? From Local to from Locals. From Local to Locals for calling in. Also the owner of uh, Hicksville, Hicksville Beer. Beer. Go check him out on Woodbury Road in Hicksville. Uh, great place to find your local craft beer. And, uh, of course... This is the work with Mike and Pete. And Pete, what do we got for the rest of the night? Oh, I got to hit the bathroom like right now. now. So, right, so we're going to wrap it up. All right. This <laughs> is the work with Mike and Pete. Check us out on GovsRadio.com, YouTube. Check us out for our replays that's on our Laughable app, our Hopped Up Network, um, iTunes, and, of course, all day, every day. Um, listen, we're going to have uh, a show coming up here in October we're trying to settle in on the date. We're trying to make sure that the brewer that we had scheduled can still make our date. We're going to switch over to probably Monday nights from now on. And I know that interferes with Monday night football, and we apologize for that. Um, it's only going to interfere with local programming of the Giants twice. Once is really going to – October 22nd, the Giants play the Falcons. Um, and another time sometime in November. I don't know why the Giants got Monday nights all the time. But anyway, um, but you know, like I said, if you don't catch us live on Gubs Radio or on YouTube, you can always go back and listen to us. Check it out. Also, do me a favor. Uh, check out our local sponsorships. That's our uh, mybomberjackets.com. Type in WART15 in the promo code. That's W-O-R-T-1-5 to receive 15% off your purchase on mybomberjackets.com. And uh, we'll see you in a few weeks, uh, probably one of those days in the first week of October, the first, the second, or third. Check out our social media. That's at the WART, a podcast, and keep up to date. Anything else we need to cover? Did I cover everything? I said things probably twice. That's okay. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. This is the word with Mike and Pete. GuzRadio.com. Peace out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Please hang up and try again. on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.